0: Hey ho, Sifters! It's Game Face, episode 60. It is going to be a really big and really good episode tonight. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk about No Man's Sky, the big release of the week, and I would even maybe argue the biggest release of the year so far. Maybe. I would say maybe the most important release of the year. Maybe the most talked about. Oh, certainly. And we're going to definitely dedicate a ton of time to No Man's Sky, so don't fret at all. Uh, otherwise, slow as hell this week in the games industry, though. Mm-hmm. There really is nothing going on. Uh, that's gonna end pretty quickly, though. And I've been saying that for weeks, it seems like. Uh, but I just got, like, code for, uh, for Madden today. I got code for, uh, Deus Ex today. So, the big stuff is coming. I'm about to get on it. And we're gonna talk about one of those on the show today. As far as little housekeeping stuff, uh, let's see. Today... Nintendo filed a patent for snap-on controllers. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, looks like it's uh, all those leaks that came out last week are legit. Um, I'm kind of trying to... And today, really, for me, I think when I saw that today, I was like, okay, those those leaks were legit. And I thought they were legit anyway, mm. because they were coming from Europe and from people who have had good leaks before. But today, I, I finally accepted that this is what the NX is. And I'm having a tough time, maybe, <laughs> coming to grips with that... Uh, I really hope it's a Tegra X2 chip. The more I'm thinking about having to play games that look like what we've seen uh, for the Tegra X1, I'm not particularly happy about it. Um, I get the business decision there. I mean, it's all about mobile, particularly in Japan. Uh, I but mean you've got to move forward. A little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's really Nintendo's only chance to ever turn a profit in Japan at this point, because sales are so far down there. It's like mm. the best-selling game every week is lucky to hit like 100K sales at this point in Japan. Like, it, the market there is just crushed unless you're doing mobile. So I totally understand Nintendo's business acumen and how they're handling this, but selfishly, I certainly wish that NX was had a little bit more oomph to it at this point. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, So, I brought in a couple shirts today for Mm -hmm. these guys. Should we show them?
1: Yeah, we probably should.
0: Okay, we'll show them one. So, before we show you the shirt, I'm going to say there are three different designs. And one design has just one color scheme. And then two of the designs have two different color schemes you'll be able to choose from. And so, the shirt that Matt's going to show you right now is one of the designs that has two different color schemes. I'm not going to tell you what the schemes are though, other than obviously the one you're going to see now. So, that's the front of the shirt. I don't know if you can see it on camera in 720p, but it's like uh, like a shimmery silver screen print on the front. Anyone want to show them the back? And there's the back. It says premium video game website, Sitted.net. So, that's your first... It's very soft. Yeah. Yeah, they are really soft shirts. I made sure that we got really good shirts, really expensive shirts. Uh, I'm really, really happy with how they came out. In fact... Uh, that design is not my favorite design, by the way. There's, uh, I like it, but uh, there's another design that I like way more. And then there's a design that's just for Elites, that uh, when I set them in to get the shirts done, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And then when I saw the first shirt, I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. So, I think you guys are going to be really stoked on all the shirts. We still have to build the store. Unfortunately, I kind of hate to tease you guys with these because you can't buy them yet for a while. Uh, But I do want to get you guys hyped about them, and I wanted you to look at them and see kind of the quality that they're at, and uh, hopefully you guys like them. So, anyway, let's cut the BS, and let's get to the big six. Technically, the big six is also the BS. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good point. You never should have shared that. You're going to be bringing that up until the day I die now. The big six is BS. It's just, just going to be a meme yep. or something I could see it coming am so. surprised we
1: haven't thought of that in like a year and a half Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty sad Should have been brought can. up in the concept meeting, frankly
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, let's see So today, Titanfall 2 uh, There was a big preview event here in LA The embargo broke today And so today all the information about the campaign came out uh, next week, all the multiplayer stuff's going to come out, but I think we kind of know what Titanfall multiplayer is. Mm. Uh, I think the debut trailer they showed for Titanfall kind of gave that up anyway. We kind of saw all the yeah. cool new
1: features. And the grappling hook and all yeah. That,
0: yeah. And so the campaign stuff came out today. Matt, did you get a chance to kind of read it? A and... little bit.
1: I watched the videos. I watched that one video with the guy doing the commentary on them and stuff. Um... It's certainly, uh, I mean, it looks like it's made, it looks like a campaign with giant robots made with, uh, made by the people who did Modern Warfare 2. I mean, it's, I got, you. and like, he kept talking about like, oh, it's not all like crazy action. Like, well, that's the other thing, the thing I always liked about them when they were Infinity Ward was they know, unlike Treyarch, they know how and when to make uh, an action game well, breathe. They, they did
0: at least. They <laughs> I don't did. know if they still do. I don't we'll know see. if they still do.
1: We'll <laughs> I mean, they, they haven't made a campaign in, this Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. So, it's been a long time, but they've always been good at like, knowing that it Well, doesn't... no, they
0: made a campaign for ghosts.
1: Well, Infinity not War. these guys, though.
0: Oh, oh, you mean the Respawn. The, guys. the,
1: people, the, the yeah, Respawn yeah. people who made Infinity Ward what it was right, when right. Infinity Ward was what it was right. before the Activision Because
0: So, I think some of the nonsense. guys stuck around in Activision and there worked were some. on ghosts yeah, but the... for a little bit, and then a lot of them ended up eventually going over to Respawn. And
1: um, Well, I think most of the remnants were on uh, Modern Warfare 3.
0: Yeah, and then everybody moved
1: over to I think the people who were going to move over moved over, and so but by that point, in, even Modern Warfare Three showed that like they didn't have a lot of their key people anymore.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah, um, definitely a drop off in quality there. So
1: I'm excited to play a campaign by these guys again, and like I know you know it's like that weird sort of angle they're taking on establishing that bond between the mech and the pilot, and like there's sort of that thing where like like the the pilots asking like so when did you you know when did you bond with whatever. Da-da-da. And uh and whatever character I presume dies and you take the the Titan and the Titan's like it's like I bonded with Corporal, whatever, you know, nine hundred and seventy nine days ago. I'm just and, he, and he's like he's like, Oh, as long as any of my relationships have lasted yeah. it's like, Hey yo you know and,
0: and and the and the robot's like noted in yeah. like <laughs> And I'm like, okay, that's, um, that's, yeah, so, that's one way to take this. So um. the campaign, Matt kind of gave you a quick synopsis there, but basically what it is is you play as like a grunt. Like you're, mm. you're a low-ranked sort of soldier who has no chance of becoming a pilot of one of the mechs. Yeah, a that's your like, underdog story. Right, head, I think. and so he stumbles across one of the mechs and the pilot is basically dying inside, and so he's left with no choice, but to take over the mech and thus start. I, I also gotta say,
1: watching this, like this is the first like video game footage that isn't No Man's Sky I've looked at in like six days, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that looks really
0: good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I forgot you're they right. can
0: look like that. Yeah, you can have that much detail and everything in a, in a video game world. No, you're absolutely right. Like I've, I, I'm like you. I've played that game now for thirty plus hours or whatever, and that's pretty much all I've done since mm. since we finished this show because. We were fortunate enough to get the game way early. Yeah, we got it Friday. Yeah, we, we've been playing it for quite so we, a while. So we, I,
1: I put, I, I'll tell you, like we'll get to it yeah. when we get there. We'll but, get like, to it, yeah. It's been an odyssey.
0: It sure has, yeah. Um, so, what do you think of the setup, Matt? It's like a buddy cop, yeah. like... I mean, I, I mean, look, I don't care.
1: Like, just give me some story in this universe. Yeah. Like, you know, that's fine. But, like, that it's, I think it's a smart way to sort of, like, get you... Introduced and sort of, you know, is sh- also some decision making. like Some dialogue yeah, yeah. Choices so there's dialogue,
0: on, like binary dialogue choices. Basically, be the nice guy or be the jerk. Right. It's like one or the other. And um,
1: but it's kind of a nice way to ease you into the idea of how to become um, like a Titan pilot without like doing the standard like expected. Oh, you're a rookie pilot, and here now you go through training, and now you have to do this, and now you. Like, because, you know, the thing you've done in every damn military shooter ever and every tutorial ever. So, like, this kind of, like, making his inexperience with the mech part of the story in the sense that, like, oh, it's just kind of this weird one-off situation, like, makes it a more interesting idea, I think.
0: And what you're seeing here is that, so you don't play the whole campaign with the mech. There are parts mm-hmm. where you break off and you're just on foot like what you're seeing here. And uh But I, I kind of like that idea because yeah. I feel like if you were the mech the whole time, like... What fun would it be? (laughs) Unless you're fighting other mechs the whole time, it's like you kind of lose that feeling of power if Mm -hmm. you're just stomping people with the mech all the time. So I could see a scenario where you're playing on foot for a while, where the combat's tough, then you get that moment where you get in the mech and you just suddenly, these enemies, you're having problems fighting... You just smash, and you get that big feeling of like power mm-hmm. that you, I mean, it's like you were saying before, you have to have like the peaks and the valleys, Yeah. otherwise it just becomes tone deaf.
1: Yeah, and, and, and of course the getting in and out of the mech, you know, gameplay loop is like kind of Titanfall's whole thing, Yeah. so, you know, a lot of games don't let you do that. You know, mech Warrior doesn't let you get out, you know, and yeah. that's a cool thing, and of course the fact that they're, you know, AI controlled, so you kind of have, they have a personality, apparently, and... Uh, they can autonomously sort of watch your back. There's a lot of cool situations you I can see them coming up with for that.
0: Uh one thing I'm not seeing in the campaign though is the grappling hook. Like I wonder if the grappling hook will be a part of the campaign. And, I mean, you look at know. look at Call of Duty games like you don't get the same loadout in campaign mm-hmm. as you do in multiplayer typically, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's not in the campaign. I
1: kind of I kind of call that a coin flip. Either I I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't in the campaign or or I wouldn't be surprised if like you don't get it till later. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, if you're gonna, I mean, Titanfall. You know, assuming you're trying to bring in some new people with this that are, you know, not maybe multiplayer centric or people that didn't try it before because they don't have an Xbox One and now it's on PS4, so they haven't played Titanfall One. Like, you, there's a there's a lot of shit stuff to teach people here. Like, you know, it, it, it's you know, it's, it's one of those simple to learn, uh, hard to master kind of kind of games in multiplayer for sure, and I'm sure it translates.
0: I the honestly same here. never got good at mul- at the first Titanfall. I mean, look, I, could I got hang, pretty good, but like, yeah, but I got pretty good. But I never good, got like, to the level in that that I am in like other shooters, right. where well, I can I, finish with like a positive KD pretty much every game. Well, I made the mistake of playing with Abby.
1: Yeah. um who just like won well, built
0: the game helped right. help make yeah, the game she helped
1: make the game and she was also the voice of the the prepare for titan the female Fall. titan you yeah know, prepare for sorry. Titanfall, that's her and um uh like watching Abby play that game even from inside the game is just like why am I even trying? Like well, it's like it's it's you know cuz you know I would play with some of the the respawn guys and like you just it's like watching gods run around and like do these crazy things you never even thought were possible cuz they've been playing it so much. Well, and, and not I'm just only like I'll back Abby... you up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, mm, <laughs> I'll
0: pick up the scraps in
1: the rear with the gear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well it's what you know one thing was that Abby helped create the game the other thing is that she's really good at shooters too right. so that's just the double whammy I mean the Respawn guys and they've also played it more than anybody yeah. I mean look these guys are already gods at Titanfall 2 online so mm. And, uh, you know, that's one thing I hate about going to review events is when you have the developers decide to sit down. Like, a couple of the journalists, like, bag out and leave, and then, like, a couple of the developers sit down. fill in the slots down. with, like, the
1: QA team. Yeah. And, like, well.
0: and you see it, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, it changes the game, like, in that very first match. So it'll be interesting to see. I did get some information, though, from Activision this week. They're not having a Call of Duty review event this year. Thank really? God. Yeah, they're not, like, coordinating people off, like, for four days like they usually do. Uh, it's just going to come to your house, and you'll be able to sit and play it in the huh. comfort of your own home, which is Yeah, for huge... years and
1: years, it's been like, come away to our retreat where we can watch you. Well, there was
0: the one year where they picked me up in, like, a helicopter right. at the Santa Monica airport, and we flew in a helicopter, an old, like, military helicopter from Santa Monica, which is, like, on the shore all the way inland, like, an hour and a half. And, like, literally after 30 minutes, I was, like, about ready to toss my lunch, man, like... The fumes, the fuel fumes coming in, like, because it was all, like, the doors weren't sealed, and it was Mm. just, like, air whipping in, and, like, I felt like my life was in danger. I'm not even kidding. And then after, like, 30 or 40 minutes, I started getting queasy, and everybody was just, like, why are you doing this? Like, dude, I could drive up there, Mm. like, (laughs) just take people in a bus shuttle up, like, nobody yeah, you know, I love that because like I didn't go to that one. Uh, Abby went on
1: that one when she was on X Play, and uh, I had gone to Modern Warfare. I think that was
0: Black Ops. It was Black 2. Ops too It yeah. was Black Ops. I think it was two. I think it was normal Black
1: Ops. Was it?
0: Yeah, it's for that helmet. You yeah, have the helmet right there. It's yeah, just, I, I think it's normal is, Black Ops. Yeah, I guess it is. You're right.
1: Because the year after, because I did Modern Warfare two, uh, and the Modern Warfare two event was like. They took, it, took us to like a resort down in like they Long Beach yeah. And like we, we we took a bus, not a helicopter yeah. And uh, we go in and like there was like There was like a robe and slippers with the Modern Warfare 2 logo I mean it was basically yeah. like come have a spa week And like play Modern Warfare while you're here And it was That's like
0: That's the way they always do it Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, it's kind of. A, but you have no
0: time to do any of this, spots. No, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> when, it's, it's like, all scheduled, it's like now you go play zombies, now you play multiplayer, mm-hmm. and it's like you had to. It use is, all however, that time to exactly
1: play. what people when people think of like reviewers being like you know uh bribed basically yeah. like that's pr- it's pretty much what you have in your head when like that yeah. that kind of event is like it's exactly that but
0: the funny part is is that the people that go to it hate it yeah, myself included
1: because well, like you who has 3
0: days it's not even about the 3 days it's like I don't want to go to a freaking resort like right. I have no interest <laughs> in going to a resort like that's not something I, mean, I do with my free time Well, I mean I do but like
1: not with not with you guys <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs>
0: like... and then flying there in a helicopter it was just
1: yeah so, I mean, I love all my gaming press friends, but, like, I, like if I'm going to go to a tropical paradise, I'm going to take my girlfriend. Exactly, I, yeah. You're not taking a bunch of dudes. I'm nudes. not going to take Jeff Gerstmann. <laughs> I mean, come on.
0: The one thing I do like about that, though, for whatever reason, like, that is the one review event where a lot of the senior editors go to it. Maybe that's yeah. why, because it's, like, at a resort, but... It's always good to catch up with those guys at those mm. things and see how they're doing and just talk shop for a little My bit. My favorite but.
1: part of those events is always when everybody goes up to play in their rooms for the first... Because usually you play the single player in your room and the multiplayer in, like, a big ballroom or whatever. Yeah. And I love that, like, everybody goes up to the, for the first play session, everybody comes down for dinner, and you have that sort of, like, dance i was like... Did you finish it yet? I'm like, oh, yeah, I finished it. Like, and yeah. everyone's trying to
0: figure out, are, are they slow? Am I ahead? Or who's or Yeah, well, know, then what? people, like, some people will ask you if you like it or not. Oh, yeah. And that's where I'm just like, nope, mm. sorry. Because I actually did that one time. I, I talked with someone. I'm not going to say who it was. But I went to a Call of Duty review event, and we were talking, and somebody asked me, like, what do I think? And this was actually somebody who I would go to events and, like, hang out with. Because you always have, like, that circle of people that, mm. like, you gravitate towards. Maybe you worked with them in the past or whatever. And I remember this guy asking me what I thought, and I was like, you're my friend, like, I'll talk with you about it a little bit. And he was just gushing about the game. And I was like, ah, you know, it's good, but, you know, I have some caveats and some issues with it. Dude, his review came out, he gave it, like, a six. I was like, what the hell? Where did that come from, man? That was it. I was like, I'm not even doing this anymore. Like, what was that guy's game? Like, I couldn't understand, like, if he was, Hmm. like, relying on me to give his opinion, I don't even know, so... Yeah, review events are bad. I know people think that that's like the big old like bribo trip or whatever, but most journalists hate going to those things, yeah. and I'm one of them. So I'm hoping that uh, with this game as well with Titanfall 2, that it's just like here's the game, you know, just go on your retail console and play it mm-hmm. with everybody else. Uh, well, it's it's much more like that this generation. You know, I mean, you don't really need debugs. I don't have gen- a debug. Yeah. Nope. Like it's not like it used to be. No. Everything's digital, everything's a code. Or they send you a box copy early and just, like, you play it on your retail unit. Like, I have all my stuff turned off. Like, I get messages from people on PSN all the time. They're like, don't you play video games? (laughs) Because they can't see, like, my trophies and, Mm -hmm. like, all that stuff. Because basically when they send you early code, they're like, turn all that stuff off so people can't see the trophies and, and the achievements and everything. And so I turn it off. And then I never bother turning it back on because by the time I turn it back on, then I get another game that I have to play that people can't see what I'm doing. And so... People can never see like, what I've done or how much I've played. And mm-hmm. they're always like, do you ever play video games? Like, I get random messages from people all the time. Nah. I'm like, yes, I, in fact, I spend way too much time playing video games. But uh, it, it is a big improvement with this generation, how reviews are handled and review events are handled. Like, there just really aren't review events anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just like, sit on your couch. And it's smart because the more comfortable you are, at least I feel personally, the more open you are to probably enjoying something. You go someplace far probably away. Probably cheaper, too yeah, cheaper for us, cheaper for the for publishers. Yeah. like it just makes too much sense. So I don't know. I'm pretty excited by what I've heard about the campaign yeah. from this so far. Um,
1: it doesn't like I was kind of in the in the boat where I'm just like, well, I'm just gonna have to pick like be- between Titanfall and Infinite Warfare and Battlefield One. And I'm like, I don't know if I can. I yeah, think I might have to just play them all. I'll
0: definitely and fit play them, play all them all in
1: as much as I was gonna try to like drop one. I'm like, I don't think I, none none of these
0: three look. Like they're
1: skippable this year Well
0: the good news about it is that the the campaigns In most of these games are usually really short Like you can get through the campaign Longest Call of Duty campaign In the modern era was probably 8 hours long Yeah. I mean Battlefield's campaigns are like 3 or 4 hours Oh yeah and they're always terrible. Man, Battlefield
1: Three—I reviewed Battlefield Three, and I remember the, that was like the first one with a big camp, like you know, a Call was, of Duty style campaign. Terrible. What a bad time! The that Battlefield
0: was. Four was an awful t- as well. The campaign in yeah. that—like, I have zero faith in the campaign. But in I will never forgive
1: yet. Battlefield Three for that F-18 level. Yeah. Where that you're just stuck in the cockpit and can't do anything yeah. except like. Move a crosshairs on things and shoot them like it's a rail shot. Like what a dumb way to do that. What yeah. a du- in a in a in a series where like the whole thing is you can f- control all these vehicles and fly planes on the multiplayer and everything. Like to like lock me into this on rails shooting gallery for the like what a dumb way to do that.
0: Yeah, I think the one thing I would say about Titanfall Two, this maybe a little critical, is that. I don't know if there's a hook. I guess the hook is that now you can play Titanfall two by yourself. I guess. And there's a mechs in the game, but there's I mean a
1: little more look at the lore and look at the I mean there was clearly some a lot of backstory work happening Under in that first hood, game yeah. and like you know all the creatures outside the maps and yeah and in the first game and all that and so it's like, you know, to learn more about kind of what this world or this universe is, like that's that's a welcome thing. I think you know, I think there's meat to be had there.
0: There was just nothing unique about the campaign, at least from what they've announced so far. And look, if we look at the way things go in the past, this was their big campaign. This is their big preview event. I mean, the game mm-hmm. comes out in, like, what, a month and a half, two months? Two months, yeah. So there's not going to be another event where they show off the campaign again. Like, typically, like, what you get today is probably the majority of the information regarding the campaign. Obviously, there's going to be some hidden stuff and secret stuff in the final game. But you will learn about all the tenants of a game at the preview event a month or two prior to its release, which is what just happened. So, I'm encouraged by it, um, but a little disappointed that Respawn didn't find something really unique, some kind of cool twist to um, kind of set it apart from other games, other well, than the mechs. Well, we, we might. We'll see. Yeah. So, let's move on to the next topic. QuakeCon 2016 Happened last week. It actually it kicked... did? Yeah. Well, <laughs> exactly. It actually kicked off like the day that we recorded last week's show, mm-hmm. and that's how we kind of got the prey trailer into the show last week. Uh, but all the stuff that actually happened, like really happened, in the following days. So we're going to discuss it this week. Uh, for starters, like no dishonored. Really, they didn't no. talk about that game at all. The game's coming out November 11th. Maybe
1: they figured they kind of blew it out with, the, with E3 enough, or like it's not like cons for like multiplayer stuff? I mean, more, look, we like... still
0: haven't seen a
1: huge chunk of Dishonored gameplay. And also, Dishonored isn't id, so... Yeah. I know Bethesda's kind of... I mean, su- is it really of...
0: id's event, or is it Bethesda's event at this point? I don't know. I, I'm sure there's arguments about that internally. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, because who's probably putting up most of the money for that event? I'm guessing it's Bethesda probably. So, um, you're right. I mean, that's totally their out. Their scapegoat is that it's not an id game. Uh, But they did talk about three of id's other games. And the first Mm. we want to talk about is Prey. And Prey 2017 is this called right now. They don't have the subtitle for it yet. And one thing I would say is, you know, we we showed the trailer on the show last week, the first gameplay ever of Mm. the game. It's an impressive trailer. You're going to see it now because it's still the only footage that's been officially released to the game. You're probably going to see it a couple times here, actually. Mm. But here's what I would say. Watch this trailer really closely because the information that was disseminated out of this event about this game makes it sound absolutely awesome. So it's by Arcane, as everyone probably knows already, which has the Dishonored pedigree. Mm. Um, This game sounds like Dishonored in a lot of ways. Um, First of all, it's an open world game, but it's set on a space station, which how big is that space station going to be if... It's an. They consider it an open world game. Space station could be pretty big. I mean, that is one part about this kind of rework of Prey Two that is like the original mm-hmm. Prey Two is that it is set on like this mega like space station. Um, but it has all kinds of really cool elements. It also has like the stuff you'd expect. It has crafting, which they call fabrication. Um, it has skill trees, as you would expect. I mean, in a lot of ways, it's your typical like. Open world action RPG that you would get from Bethesda. It's right in their wheelhouse, so to speak, but it also has some really, really cool stuff in it. So, one of the things that everyone's raving about coming out of that event is a glue gun. So, there's a gun in the game that shoots, I think they just, people are calling it the glue gun. I don't know what the official mm-hmm. name of it is, but it shoots like a concrete, like glue like substance that you can use to freeze enemies and basically stop them dead in their tracks and then take them out. But it's also used for uh, puzzles and things like that. So one example that people use was there's a hallway with like a gas pipe that's exploded and there's gas and flames going across the hallway. You spray a little bit of the glue on the pipe. It clears it up. You walk through. But they said that that was just like the very first thing that you use it for to show you what it can do. And then they said like they started seeing more advanced applications of it like spraying it up a wall and being able to then like run up that wall hmm. like your shoes stick to the glue or whatever so think about that game-wide the ability to just spray something anywhere and then a being able to walk along wherever you sprayed that glue I think hmm. that's a really really cool idea and a cool concept I uh, yep. it does kind of tie into that prey pedigree of like just
1: changing up like your orientation you know like because the first prey had like all the portals and stuff you know right. on the ceiling and all that yeah. Yeah. Like, so that that does kind of, like, start to tie it into Just why they nod. called it yeah. Prey. Yeah. I mean, I know they paid for that IP, and they're going to use it, whether we like it or not. Yeah. But, um...
0: Also, the story came out this week at QuakeCon about what happened with the original Prey 2. Um, which,
1: which I heard uh, not everyone believes. Yeah. And uh, the human head guys are like, we know what really happened. Come yeah. On, well, they like,
0: probably signed NDAs and can't talk about mm-hmm. it, which is weird that Pete Hines from Bethesda talked about it, because he probably shouldn't be speaking about it either. hmm But he said that they butted heads with the direction of the game. Who knows how true that is, but Mm -hmm. little anecdote. Well the the conspiracy
1: theory version is that they basically screwed the milestones with human head because they wanted to buy them. Oh. And eventually, the you know the developer runs out of money, and they're like, "Oh, we'll we'll just purchase, you we'll buy, buy, buy you out then." Uh-huh. And that's what apparently what the human head, some people, at human head at the time say is actually. Wasn't
0: it? Wasn't it eventually dissolved though? Human head?
1: Yeah, because they didn't want to get bought. Oh, so they. Was, rather, that, was, that, was, was, that was that was that was t- r- reportedly what the budding head thing was. Was uh. like was like they didn't want to get bought, and Bethesda wanted to buy them. Gotcha. But in the end, it became like this whole
0: thing. So there's a whole human alien dichotomy going on where you can take the path of the humans or you can take the path of the aliens, reportedly. Um, There are mind powers in the game so you can use your mind to manipulate people and you can take over other humans. That's nothing new in video games. We've been able to do that before, but when you take that all told with everything else in the game, it's a pretty cool extra feature. And then you have the ability to take over inanimate objects. Hooray, Geist. Yeah. So it's like Geist... (laughs) They said one of the examples that they showed was the ability to take over a cup, hmm. and uh, <laughs> finally in HD we can take over a dog food bowl. Yeah, exactly. So it has stuff like that too, where you can mess with people. Hmm. And uh, they said it's a horror game. It's hmm. really scary, and uh, I don't know. I'm really excited for this game now. I was kind of lukewarm on it. I wasn't a huge fan of the first Prey. I thought it had some really cool ideas. Yeah. Never really fleshed them out well enough. Well, it was
1: the first Prey was one of the and wasn't like super delayed forever and like when it finally came out it was like, yeah, this is a pretty standard shooter except you know you go through portals once in a while and then Portal came out a little bit you know a couple years after that and you're like oh this is what Prey should have been. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the fact that you couldn't manipulate the portals was sort of like what held Prey in in its you know because in the end a portal if you if you don't get to choose where it goes is just another door. Yeah. I mean that's what the word means.
0: So you're seeing the mind powers right now. There's like an apparatus that you have to use It literally has a needle that goes into your eyeball. <laughs> I'm just sure to turn some people off. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for this game now. It's coming in 2017. It's not coming out this year. I'm actually surprised it's coming, but they already announced it's coming in 2017. Um, I'm guessing late 2017. Yeah, probably a Q4 game, I'm guessing. But I'm uh, really excited about that. Sounds like it had a really good showing That's at QuakeCon. Uh, Quake Champions was the other game that they focus on big time. Um, put out the first gameplay of that, which yeah. looks...
1: Is true P- PC only, they say?
0: So far, yeah, PC only. Wow. Yeah, they're still waffling on whether the game's going to be free to play, mm-hmm. or whether they're going to charge for the game. Um, it, from all the sounds of it, there is no single-player campaign. It's multiplayer only, mm. to which I would suggest that they probably go free to play. Although I did see this week that Rainbow Six Siege has... Twice as many people playing it now as it did in the first month of its release. How'd that happen? Word of mouth, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, I, guess. I know a lot of people that really love Rainbow Six Siege. I honestly did not have that good a time with it. You can read my game about it if you want to see my full impressions on it.
1: I, I think um, if there's another game, if there's another fran- like multiplayer only franchise that could like pull the Overwatch sixty dollar thing or the fifty, you know, Overwatch was sixty on consoles. Yeah. Um, if uh, if, if, you, if there's another series You could pull the full price Thing with this kind of
0: game It's Quake Yeah, so um, we'll, so we'll see So they've shown off four of the characters So far, I think all of them Are retro Legacy characters, I don't think they've shown off a new one yet A hoverboard one? A legacy character? I think it is I don't know Quake well enough to Yeah, I, I don't know either. obviously I don't know either <laughs> Well enough either to be able to tell you But it, it, it has traits like the character-driven games that are coming out now, like League of Legends or like Overwatch. Every character has an alt, a special ability that only they can do. Uh, one of the characters has like a charge, one has a teleport. Uh, they actually end up, and you didn't realize this when, we, when I first watched a trailer, but after reading all the information from QuakeCon, I, you watch this trailer and you see all the stuff that, that, that I'm talking about. You can see all the alts happening eventually. But uh, how do you feel about this, Matt? Arena shooters are kind of a dime a dozen right now. Um, I know it has the name cachet, and mm. you know a lot of people are going to give it a chance just based on that alone. But also, I mean, Quake is an old franchise that hasn't been around for a really long time, man. Like, I'm just wondering if you can convince people to pay $60 for a multiplayer only game based on a franchise that hasn't been relevant for almost a decade really now.
1: I don't know, I think it depends how big the, the retro audience for that is, and uh, I would say that the audience is probably there to some degree. Um, I am not part of that audience, at least not for 60 bucks, like you know. I, I mean if it's free to play I'll probably try it, but like, like you know, like the Doom multiplayer I think I've touched once.
0: Oh really? You never end up playing it? I just don't, never, never I just
1: don't care. Yeah. Um, I was never a I was never a multiplayer shooter person for the, the back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I only really got moderately into it with the Call of Duty era and uh, even that didn't hold my attention that long. Yeah. So it's just you know, and Overwatch I like because the character stuff makes it appealing. Um, but even that I'm just like Something more than the same thing, one you know, same two game types over and over and over. I, can, yeah. I just can't
0: do that. Yeah, that does get old. I can't believe they still have more game types than over. Yeah, it's weird. What the heck, man? Like, you play Call of Duty. There's like, I'm not even exaggerating, like twenty five. To be fair, it doesn't seem like they need to. Yeah, they're they're, hold, they're holding their audience just fine. I mean, I get it for for the esports side of it. You need to find one primary mode mm-hmm. and stick with it because people need to be to get good at it. It's mm-hmm. just like football or basketball. It's and they like, do have
1: like the little you know little one off modes. Like they had the thing with uh, where everybody played Lucio, the the Brazilian Lucio Ball, guy. Ball. Like it was, their was like Rocket, Rocket League. League. Thing. Yeah, this that was fun. Like, during
0: the Olympics and there was there's another
1: one. I think before that it was like everyone had to be a healer. Yeah. It was just like a healer contest, yeah. like like death match kind of thing. I'm like, that's, if that's everyone's fine. a healer. How
0: does anyone ever die? Well, you got a you got a pistol. <laughs> All right, long matches. Those matches are too long already. If you ask me, uh, so I don't know, man. I'm kind of I don't know if Quake's a good idea for Bethesda.
1: I feel like it's gonna make some make enough waves to probably be worth it. Like I don't. I, I get... mean,
0: look, Doom did well, but Doom has actually had some relevancy over the last. Five years, six years, sort
1: of. I mean, although part of the relevancy was like, "Hey, Doom Three sure sucked, huh?" Like, it was yeah, yeah. Like...
0: Well, Doom also has a hook, and it's like yeah. the violent, like, gory shooter thing. Like, Quake is just like fast rocket jumps. Like, yeah. that's kind of its identity. And uh, I don't know.
1: I, th- I think maybe there's a group of people that would want to see that come back. But it's, I think you're right. It's going to hinge on the pricing. Yeah. You know, if, I think you might have some success if you can, get if like a bunch, if you, it's free to play. Or like more like half, you know, like a thirty dollar, twenty dollar game, and like you know you can kind of jump in and say oh yeah, Quake, I yeah remember like, this. Like, hey, yeah this feels good. Oh, I think I'm gonna buy a box of stuff. You know, I, yeah. I, I think this would be a good good one to kind of lure people in and then get them. Yeah. You know, it feels like this may not be unlike Doom. It may not be necessarily something that people would be like, you know, take my sixty bucks right now. Quake, let's yeah. Quake. You know. Maybe if it had a campaign and sort of, but it's like that's the other question is like, if you do a Quake campaign, what do you do? Do you do right. it like the first one? Do you do it like the second one, which is totally different? Do you do it like uh, enemy territory? Do you, you know, Quake 3 didn't have one, you know? Yeah. And the most successful one is probably Quake 3 Arena, which was just multiplayer, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, in some ways, they're probably smart for making the game PC only, because that's really where its audience is. Yeah. And it most, I mean, I want to generalize, and this is just anecdotal based upon my life experience, but. Most of the people that I know that are older gamers are PC gamers. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody I know that's older than me that still plays video games, they're predominantly PC players. And they have a lot of disposable income, they're in their prime earning years where they have a lot of money, and they have beastly freaking rigs. And they're always looking for something new to run And they use them
1: to play flight simulators and train simulators. (laughs) What the hell is
0: that? And games with their kids, basically. I know a guy
1: who has, I'm not kidding, $1,500 worth of Trainworks DLC. (laughs) Look, it's gotta be look, for the kid. look up. No, it's for his. Really? Like basically, he, no, he doesn't have room for like the HO scale train set in his house, so uh, he has it, it in his in his computer. Talk about disposable income. Uh, yeah, that guy's got look, it. Look up on Steam. Look up like Train Simulator and Railworks and and all that, like, look, that stuff. Just, and look at the DLC. Look at the DLC. It's like
0: wow. Like, I'm like, going to close down Sifted and start a Trainworks Lotto website. <laughs>
1: I don't remember <laughs> if it's train works or rail works. I don't know, but there's, the there's, a, there's a bunch of different train games like that, and it's like yeah. thirty dollars for the rail line between like London and you know and Surrey or something. You know, so it's, like, yeah. and it's like it's just a rail line. Yeah. It's like you're just gonna you know, drive. <laughs> it's like the the flight sim guys who like you know they have like a they have their own airline yeah. and they have like a flight timetable and they have to like have all their planes take off and land at the same thing. They have to like check in and like. You know, do the, it's, it's just like, if that's what you're into That's what you're into Yeah, I'm not going to begrudge anyone but for it, it. But it, And that it kind of ties into one of the things we're talking about later Where it's just like, how dare you charge those poor people Like $25 yeah. for a new caboose Like, yeah. what, what are you doing? Because they know they'll pay it Yeah, because you have to have the caboose or it's not realistic
0: Yep So the last game that they showed at QuakeCon was Doom uh, They showed like the first real like hefty piece of DLC for it uh most people were pretty upset that it is is not story DLC. It is three new maps, couple new weapons and a new demon. Mm-hmm. You didn't play much of uh Mm-mm. the online multiplayer. I don't know if you played enough to even know, but like there are power know, ups. Uh, Yeah, you can become the demon. Yeah, you can stuff, become yeah. the demon. So there's a brand new uh demon that they're adding to the mix, but you know, the multiplayer in Doom did not do well. It uh it was dead pretty much like a week and a half after it came out, and that was on PlayStation Four, not Xbox yeah, One.
1: I only played it a little bit after. I think it was after one of the, either when we talked about it, like for the when it came out, or like a There's couple weeks later. There's a new demon
0: right there. They just showed, but. and basically,
1: like I, I'm like,
0: yeah, I should try that. So I tried it. It was, it was actually hard to find a game. Yeah, and the, the other well, here's one one case where the game had too many modes. Yeah, there weren't enough players to support all the modes. So if you played anything but like team deathmatch, there was like no one to play against. So I I don't know, the tact here, I mean, I'm assuming Bethesda thought that Doom's multiplayer would be a lot more Mm -hmm. popular than it is, and I don't blame them, I would have assumed that as well, but people seem to not be enjoying it and are turned off by it, and so now their first big DLC drop is something that no one really cares about or is going to play, probably too late to rejigger the strategy, I don't even know, they didn't even announce whether they have any plans for story DLC at all. If they're
1: smart, they'll try to pivot to it.
0: Well, you played the campaign, right? It kind of ends like... Yeah. There's not really any kind of a cliffhanger. Anything, no, but you can
1: like... just do more. I mean, it's like the old expansion packs. Like, here's more. Yeah. Here's there's 50 more <laughs> levels.
0: Suddenly a new demon appears. A new hell has spawned. I don't know how you would I do it, I don't care. Like, they can find a way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, oh, look, the campaign was so fun like it doesn't really matter what you're doing, right? Another another hell thing, hell
1: portal opened up uh, on Europa. I don't care. Yeah. Like just whatever you need to do to get me to kill more demons yeah. in weird situations, go ahead and do that. Yep.
0: So, that's QuakeCon. Pretty typical of QuakeCon. That's usually what you end up getting. Yeah. Usually a trio of games that they end up showing off there. Uh, some years less because it seems to have kind of ratcheted its development up over the last couple years. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple years where QuakeCon was pretty lean when it, had, when it wasn't doing a whole lot. So, yeah.
1: The post-rage years. Yeah. Were, uh...
0: It's kind of good to see it have a resurgence. Yeah. I mean That's one of those developers that I have kind of this special place in my heart for. I've been playing its games for so much longer than a lot of other developers that I definitely kind of root for them a little bit. Yeah. So it's good to see QuakeCon become you know, an annual relevant convention instead of this thing that like maybe I'll go this year, or maybe I won't, or maybe I'll go next year, maybe I won't. Now it seems to be an event that if you're into Bethesda and its games, it's something you can attend every year and get some really good value out of. So good show, Bethesda. Let's move on. We're going to talk about Gamescom. Gamescom kicks off next Thursday. So soon. It is soon. Um, let me ask you something, Matt. Huh? If I called you tomorrow and said, hey, Matt, I want to send you to Gamescom to cover Gamescom, would you go? No. Why would you not go? Because I don't want to. Just because you don't want to go? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a long. Like, I'm not going to go the other side of the planet for something with no press conferences. Yeah. So. Frankly. I mean, yeah. No, no offense, Germany. I love I, I love Germany, but uh, I know I'd just be stuck at that convention center and not be able to do anything fun German German related, yeah. French related, or whatever you know, and anything you know. I just it's it's like E3 E3's you know paler sister you know right now. It's just like. <laughs> 'Cause like there's nothing new this year. Like other other years like Gamescom has been like where it's happening. You know, yeah. like where the big stuff was being shown. And like the stuff it's like, oh, E three was okay, but like Gamescom's where the real shit's going down. Yeah. And this year it's just like, eh. Maybe we'll come. You know, it's like you know, nobody you know, there's no press conferences, there's not a lot of big yeah, reveals. Yeah, so no Microsoft
0: there's- press conference, no Sony press conference, either one this year. That's the, I think that is the first time ever for Gamescom that neither one of those two are doing a press conference Yeah. Last year it was Microsoft only This year Microsoft's bowing out It's doing a fan event EA's doing a fan event EA's not doing a presser either I think it's done one every year so far Except for this year mm-hmm. Gamescom's starting to look like a little bit of a washout But the reason I wouldn't go to Gamescom I mean it's probably
1: worth it if you're local Just because when else are you going to get your hands on that stuff
0: Yeah But
1: well, in terms of flying from the other side of the world
0: Yeah, I think honestly my biggest deterrent to going to gamescom and I hate to say it is terrorism like I no, I wouldn't even have thought of that really no like I thought of it like almost immediately once all this crazy stuff started happening in Europe because I mean what other event in Europe? is going to have that many people at it. I mean, there's more people there than, like, like the most important football. Premier League soccer matches.
1: Only because they can't hold anymore at the Premier League. Stuff, right, but, but
0: still, I mean, there's, like, double the amount of people at Gamescom than there is at football games in Europe. Like, yeah, that, that it would surprise me if something like that happened. It would? I mean, yeah. like, of course it would. Like, I yeah, you're totally right. It would be a surprise <laughs> and a shock if it happened, but I still kind of have it in the back of my mind that something could, and, like... That coupled with the fact that the show looks to be kind of a shell of itself this year, mm-hmm. I would not go to Gamescom.
1: I would just not go because it wouldn't look interesting enough to spend 13 hours on a plane. Actually, I think that's, more, that's more, than more than, than that. It's more, it's, well, no, that's about right. About that? Italy was a 12-hour flight from L.A. All right, so it depends if you have a stop. Yeah. yeah it's about It was about yeah 13 hours plus an, a one-hour connection to Sweden, so yeah. About that, yeah, yeah that's, a, that's long, a long, long, long <laughs> time to be in a steel tube.
0: <laughs> it is.
1: To, to so that's see, just a yeah, flight there to see Forza again. Yeah, you know, so yeah, but ter- terrorism would not enter into my, enter into my head. It definitely know. has mine. It means Germany, right? What'd you say? It's in Germany, right? Yeah, yeah. Germans don't
0: let that shit happen. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> they better be on their games German- Germany's got that. Germany, you, you got it. I know. So let's, let's quickly run through all the products that we we are assuming are going to be shown instead of talking about what's not going to be shown, which obviously not NEO, which mm-hmm. they've announced that they're having an event September 7th to show off NEO for the first time. Well, they're having an event in New York City on the 7th. The day before they announced that, leaks came out saying that they were announcing NEO on yeah. the 7th. Mm-hmm. And so conveniently, the very next day, Sony's like, yeah, there's an event in New York on September uh-huh. 7th.
1: Well, it's then, like, I noticed, like Unpacked Factor, Pactor was see- seem to be implying that it would be next year coming out next coming year. Coming out yeah. next year. Um, do you think he knows something, or is that like because uh, there is precedent for you know S- Sony announcing a new system permutation and then releasing it like within a month and a half afterward. Um, but like you know, but like someone said, like this is the Neo. You yeah. know? It, it ain't just the PS2 Slim. You know?
0: Well, one of their yeah, one of their consoles though did, was announced and came out like a couple months mm-hmm. later. So it it has happened before. And here's the thing about Pactor is that he does talk to people. And he takes a different tact. Instead of him saying, I talked to so-and-so and and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. He'll just drop those things in there. Right. He'll be like, I think it's coming out in March or April. And then, oddly enough, what happens? It comes out in March or April. So I can't say for a fact. Look, he didn't say anything off camera or anything that Mm -hmm. made me think that he knew what was going on. but. I've just known him and worked with him long enough to know his mo. Yeah, well,
1: that's why it stood and out for me. That's kind of like, how he oh, operates. He, he just like threw that in without like really even right. making drawing attention to it. But it's right. like that said something to me. Yeah, and if that happened, that would be kind of mean because that's basically Sony 800 pound gorillion the uh, NX. The NX,
0: yeah. If the NX comes out in March, right? Which it seems like it is starting to hear about manufacturing starting and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So down to the be wire,
1: tough. but it looks like they might make it. Yeah, if the rumors are true.
0: Yeah. So there's no Neo. Um, they're not going to show Scorpio either, even though that's already announced. They're not showing like the form factor or anything for. Although that might be a smart idea to get out ahead of the Neo, is to maybe show the form factor of Scorpio, or maybe show uh-huh. like the first game running on it. IGN ran 4K footage of Forza Horizon Three this week that looked amazing, even on my 1080p monitor. Just watching the 4K version, like in 1080p, it looks so much better than normal 1080p video. I was like, oh my god, like my eyes almost popped out of my head. So it may not be a bad idea for them to show maybe 4K Gears of War 4 footage. Mm -hmm. I could maybe see that happening, but we're not going to get the hardware there. So instead of talking about what we're not going to get at Gamescom, let's talk about what we are going to get at Gamescom. So Sony's already said PlayStation VR is going to be a huge part of Gamescom. It has to be. Can you believe, Matt, PlayStation VR comes out also in two months?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, we're 60 days away from PlayStation VR, so... For all intents and purposes, other than TGS, this is the last chance for mm-hmm. Playsta- them to sell PlayStation VR to the world before people have to pay for it. And I, so- I think
1: I think, uh, I think they will. I mean, it's first wave's gone. But um, essentially, I, I had a friend, a friend brought a friend over to try the Vibe, because he played the Vibe, and he brought his, his friend over. He said, like, Can he come over and try? I'm like, Yeah, come over and try it was actually funny cuz like his friend was like one of those people that's like you ever see like meet one of those people that's like really excited about everything yeah, It's yeah. just like just they're just entertained by things you know they don't, they never dislike a movie they just want to have something happen in front of them that's fun to watch yeah, or whatever yeah. you know it's not a, he's not, not critical about things they just like I mean it's a way I can't live. You know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like, but he well, as someone uh, who's been paid to be a critic right. it's kind of impossible to live that way. But
1: I, you know, I put him in the vibe, and we ran the lab thing, you know, the lab, and like all these various things, and like just the enthusiasm. Like, you know, he's he, he, like he came out of it. Oh my God! He's like, dude, I'm coming here instead of Disneyland from now on. I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'm like, well, it's nice to see like the you know someone that happy. Yeah, it's yeah. fun to demo that stuff. Yeah, for, for sure. That. And like, he, and he's like, what are you doing? And he, and he does. I think he does have a PS4 or he knows some of the PS. For. I'm like, wait! Well, for half the money, you can just get the the place. Like, I'm gonna think for of half these.
0: the experience. Yeah, it's true, but like it doesn't.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've tried to. You, know, you try to warn people. It's like, yeah, you're not gonna be able to do the moving around stuff, but like, it's still a pretty solid thing. Yeah, and, and I think Sony's lineup is gonna be really cool and yeah. have stuff you can't it's play. It's gonna be on the really robust things. compared yeah.
0: to any other head-mounted display. It's gonna have way more software, That's, way more games. That writing you know, is already games. all over the wall,
1: and I think it's also gonna be like. Um, Stuff that, like, you can't play on the other two.
0: Oh, yeah. So. I mean, they have tons and tons of exclusive games. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. I wouldn't be surprised if they announce a couple new PlayStation yeah. VR games from European developers. I need a Combat. Like, that's, that's what I'm after. I'm guessing Q4 2017. Because they're also making a version of it that's not PlayStation VR. Mm, so mm. it's not like they're just putting together this little short experience. They need to make sure oh, yeah. that the... Legacy Ace Combat fans are also happy with the M product, so I would say you know next like next year, mid late next year for Ace Combat. Uh, let's move on the ne- the Last Guardian. This is it for the Last Guardian, Matt. This is the last. <laughs> can we do a most anticipated games of Gamescom so I can give it to the Last Guardian one last time? that gonna be a TGS. <laughs> it might be, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I mean TGS oh, is. Prime. Yeah, I guess TGS would be right before it comes out, like a couple weeks Mm -hmm. before. It's like the end of September, so yeah. I guess that would be actually its last showing, and it probably will be there. But uh, certainly the last showing for Western audiences. Mm -hmm. People don't pay attention to TGS, by the way. (laughs) No, no. like, people here don't give a crap about TGS, and for good reason. Well, it hasn't been relevant for many, many and years. And Microsoft just announced it's not going there again Remember when
1: TGS used to be, like, the mecca of gaming? Remember when, like, you'd read it in the magazines, you'd be like, man, I wish I could see that. One, one day. Just once, once, and one day. And we did, and yeah. it was amazing. And it, was, and then, like, and it
0: lived up to it. Yeah. And, like, then,
1: like, we, for the next, like, four or five years, we just watched it decay. Yeah, like, And yeah. every time we'd go, like, why did we get on a plane for 12 hours to do this? And, like, now I'm sitting here trying to interview somebody about, a A mobile version of MapleStory? What the hell is going on?
0: (laughs) That's what it came down to. It's like you get to that last day of the show and you're like, we have cruise booked that we're spending like three grand on today. We have to find something for them to do, so we just go shoot cosplay all day. Because yeah. the cosplay there at that time was like untouchable. Oh, the
1: Middle Breezeway was like you never. I mean, now it's like any Comic Con yeah. in America up is, is up to that level.
0: That, back then, then, that was kind of the only place to even see cosplay. Yeah. There was no cosplay really in the West. I mean, like, it was like the difference... It was really niche. I mean, there like, was, but it was also it was also just not like
1: on the mechanical oh, level. Yeah. You know, the It was like the difference between like. Going to Disneyland to see the people in the actual character suits and like someone wearing mouse ears a like Halloween on the corner. Costume, yeah. Or like, I guess the difference between like the Chinese theater Hollywood Boulevard like costume guys and like the actual you right. know you know, Disneyland people. is like just yeah. sort of that. The element. heroin addicts yeah. on Hollywood Boulevard. It's sort of that element of like, you're not real, you know? yeah. Um, but like and then like you go to you know, took a game show and it's just like it's, it's like it's like these characters stepped off the screen and into yeah. you know Makahari Mesa, and now you see that everywhere. I mean, especially was it no, Dragon con No, DragonCon. Yeah. DragonCon Atlanta is like the cosplay uh, Super Bowl, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, the competition is real, man. Like the comp- the cosplay competitions at, at DragonCon is like
0: cutthroat. That's
1: oh yeah. Like don't... I saw
0: it on that really bad cosplay show that uh, was A terrible on TV reality <laughs> show. Yeah, but like,
1: but in reality as well, in addition to horribly like manipulated production situations, um, like. There's, there's real stuff and real drama
0: and real anger that goes back years and years in, in, in those yeah. competitions, and it's amazing. Alright, let's get back to The Last Guardian. How are you feeling about The Last Guardian now? It's been this crazy long wait. Like, people talk about like No Man's Sky being delayed. I mean, this is like the ultimate delayed game finally being released. How are you feeling about it now that we're, we're there?
1: I'm kind of trying to stay, like, neutral on it, because, like, you can't put eleven years of expectations on this thing because it's not going to be that. Yeah, you know? it's there's no way it's going to going to be something you'd be like, all right, eleven years in the making. Show me what you got because it's not. I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be like a pretty st- standard game. You know, I think it's going to be cool because it's the eco guys and the you know that that art direction and you know the the cat bird is going to break somebody's heart at some point and like yeah. all that. But, like, I don't want to kind of get, like, oh, my God, I can't wait for this game to, like, change everything and my, you know, toy with my emotions and be my new, like, favorite game of all time. Because Shadow of the Colossus is my favorite game of all time. Wow. Um, and it's a, it supplanted a the previous one. Which are you is...
0: not over the moon about this game, then? Because I don't fucking trust it. Like, it's <laughs> 11 fucking years. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm actually like, kind of disappointed. I've been in waiting myself. for
1: this game for longer than, like, my niece has been alive. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I just feel like I'm going to play it, and it's going to be over in an evening. You know? I'm feel i I'm like, this game might be, like, five hours long. It I don't know. Be. We don't know
0: anything about this thing. I'm actually kind of disappointed in myself at my lack of excitement for this game coming out. I think I've over time it just beat me into apathy. I'm yeah, just I'd, like... I, yeah, I, I, I can <laughs> just, agree with that. Yeah. I mean, we had egg on our faces so many times at GT, like, giving <laughs> this... Time, th- for th- sure. Like, really. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and like, I would call Sony and be like, "Yo, like," and this was back when like our most anticipated features on GT would do like three or four million views. Like, they actually had like weight in the industry. And I would call Sony and be like, "Hey, we're doing our most anticipated for whatever show it was, and we want to, you know, include the Last Guardian. Should we include it?" And they'd be like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, you definitely should." And of course, I'm sitting there being like, "Well, they're gonna say that no matter what." And I'd be like, "Is it gonna be there?" Oh yeah, all indications are pointing it's gonna be there. And then it would never show up. Mm-hmm. And then I'd see that person at the event. I'd be like, "Bro," <laughs> and he'd be like, "Bro." <laughs> like, I'm doing my job, basically, was what they would say. <laughs> so, after so many times of that happening, I think I've just got to a place where I'm just like, you know what? I'll play it when it comes out. But mm-hmm. I've just, I think I've just kind of just turned it off a little bit. Yeah. So. yeah well,
1: there's like a, there's an element of like when it's in my hand. Yeah. You know? what yeah. What else can you do?
0: Battlefield 1 should be a huge game at Gamescom. Another game is coming out real soon. Uh, A game that they've shown a good bit of at this point. They let YouTubers put out like hours and hours of multiplayer footage. We haven't seen really hardly any of the campaign yet, though. No. I mean, if you think about it, like, a couple trailers... I mean, may- presumably
1: some of the trailer footage is campaign stuff. Right. But,
0: like, yeah, we don't, we haven't had a campaign trailer
1: or anything. Or
0: just, like, raw gameplay of the no. campaign either. And, you know, based upon like we were saying earlier, the pedigree of Battlefield's campaigns, maybe that's for the mm-hmm. best. Like, lots of eye candy and not much else in those campaigns, typically. I don't know why they can't get it right. Like, I, I, I don't get it. But, uh... So we'll probably see the campaign. I'm guessing we'll see the campaign for the first time. Maybe they pull- They do a demo at their fan event, EA does, mm. and we see like actual, like, here's the campaign time. played for 10 minutes or whatever. Mm. So that's something to look forward to. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, another shooter that'll be there. Um, we already mentioned Titanfall 2. That'll be at Gamescom. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think Sony... Mentioned that Titanfall 2 was going to be at its booth at Gamescom, which I found kind of odd. Yeah, it makes sense. It's making its PS, PlayStation premiere. Yeah. So. Still, I thought that was a little bit weird. Um, Infinite Warfare, both of us were kind of turned around by it showing at E3. We were down on mm-hmm. it. We loved the demo we saw at E3. Um, then they put out some weird, like, cutscene this past week. A co- just just a conversation. I don't know if they were trying to show off like the facial animation in the game or whatever, but I was like, that was a poor decision to put out this weird, like, I don't even know why they did it. It was just dialogue. but uh, So that kind of dampened me again. I was like, oh, these wooden characters, blah, blah, blah. It reminded me of like old COD games. And what had turned me around on the game was this demo that we're seeing right now didn't look like a Call of Duty game at all. I mean, look at this right now. Like, yeah. If I just showed you the 10-second snippet right now, what would you guess that game was? Well, we didn't know what it was. I just like, is this like Ace Combat? Yeah, like, yeah. Ace Combat go space? Yeah, when we were watching it live. We were completely perplexed. So...
1: I'm still excited for it. That one. Yeah, I little thought trailer. it was the designs that we, they'd shown in the previous trailer for
0: the ships. But yeah. I was like,
1: I just couldn't believe that this was Call of Duty. Yeah,
0: it's pretty odd. Uh, Mafia 3, 2K's big game. 2K mm-hmm. announced it over the last week that Rockstar will be announcing a couple games in the next... They said not too long, whatever that means. That could mean not over two years. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know how Rockstar is with announcing stuff. But uh, Mafia 3, 2K's big game... I also have a feeling it might end up being top five games sold, selling over the yeah, Q4 I think it'll do holiday. Well. Uh, because what's happened is that a lot of games have cleared out of the way. Like mm-hmm. I was getting together like this list of games for this segment, for this part of the big six, and like what we're going to talk about is pretty much all Q4. Like There aren't any games other than what we're talking about for Gamescom that are coming out in Q4 that you should kind of have your eye on. So... This is kind of like this whole uh-huh. lineup for Gamescom is all the games that are coming out in the next like three months, um, and I have a feeling Mafia Three because a lot of the games have cleared out of the way. I have a feeling Mafia yeah. Three is going to end up doing pretty well. Yeah. Well, also it doesn't it
1: doesn't look like anything else. Yeah. And it. Isn't like you know? It's kind of the open world mafia thing. Like, there's nothing else like it that's going to yeah. be on the shelves this fall. And they've been putting out
0: media like mad over the yeah. last week and a half. Like, it's literally well, and the every day a new
1: thing. And like, you know, like the New Orleans setting is going to be an interesting take. I, I I just think there's there's a lot of potential on this one, and uh, I think it might surprise people. Yeah. In terms of you know hooking the imagination of the general public.
0: Two K knows how to market games like this too. Make yeah. no mistake, it will you will know about mafia 3 coming out mm-hmm. no matter what you're into I no matter whether you if watch,
1: you watch the nfl games i hope you'll like this tra- these trailers cuz you're going to see them
0: i mean no matter yeah. what you watch on tv you're going to see commercials for mafia 3 mm. like they they 2k is really good at targeting gamers no matter what else they'd like to do outside of gaming 2k knows how to reach them mm-hmm. like you could probably teach a class on how 2k markets games to gamers i mean and i'm also pleased that like you know this is
1: Finally, sort of happening for Mafia because Mafia has been a series of sort of like The Witcher, where it's sort of this European series that sort of toils in obscurity early on and it's sort of like you know soldiered on through all these you know the couple of sequels and now never quite got over the top with the quality. Like the third one looks like it'll finally hit, you know, finally make you'll it'll sell the millions of copies that you kind of play the old ones and make, yeah, I think with a little more money and time and. You know, technology. These could be a really special thing, and yeah, you know, I, I, I think remember. Gonna find out. Yeah, well, I remember Mafia One. Uh, in addition to being the most frustrating car race I've ever tried <laughs> really to play was. it in any in any review well, the driving in anyway. that
0: Game was.
1: Well, I remember they they had to send us every they had to send everybody uh, save games that would jump you ahead past yeah. the the race because no one could beat it. Yeah. But like, it was like only like a third through the game. All of a sudden, you just hit this wall. But um, I remember playing that game and thinking like the cigarette smoke was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it was like one of the first games with like real-time like physics-oriented and like so if somebody like Move. moved their cigarette back through the cigarette smoke, it would affect the cigarette smoke. And it was, if like, a character oh, walked through it, yeah, it would
0: affect it. Yeah, I remember that. But. That game was really rough Oh yeah
1: Well the, other, the thing I'm interested in In Mafia 3 Is that Mafia 1 and 2 Both shared this weird thing That I thought I never quite understood The philosophy behind Where like They were open world um, Games But they never used The open world at all Right Like there was well, nothing really else To do you couldn't really go Into
0: houses or anything well, Unless, we unless you were supposed to Well
1: there was also Like nothing else to do like right. was, You know there was no You know like GTA has like a Little side missions Or a little like you know, like or it's mini just, games, it's just fun to screw games, with Yeah, but there's nothing like that in the Mafia. Yeah. Like you, you, the open world basically existed to so you could drive to your waypoint so people could talk to you in a car. Like yeah. was like, and I'm kind of hoping that Mafia 3 finally realizes that there's a
0: world they can play with. Yeah. And you I think it's already stuff. a done deal that that's the case. I, yeah. It looks like it. But. Yep. Uh, let's see what else. Forza Horizon 3. We talked about that just a minute mm. ago. That'll be one of the big Xbox games there. That is coming out this year. Gears of War 4 is getting blown out big time by everybody. First, Game Informer had its shot with its cover story and a whole month of exclusive coverage. Now IGN has a whole month of exclusive coverage this month. I'm guessing GameSpot then gets Uh September. (laughs) You're not going to be able to escape Gears of War 4 for the next three or four months. And for good reason. I mean, Microsoft needs this game to sell really well. Um I don't know. I guess I would say it's kind of the same thing about Gears of War 4 that I said about Titanfall 2. It's kind of disappointing that there's no real unique hook to it, mm-hmm. but it still looks great. Um, I mean, as t- time has gone on, they've kind of, you know, when they first debuted it, they're like, here's all these new characters, and now you're finding out mm-hmm. that like, old Marcus is in the game, and like, Dom is in the yeah. game. Like, I feel like I'm probably
1: going to um, play this on Windows.
0: Yeah, on PC. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, if I had a rig like you had, I wouldn't play anything off of that thing if I could avoid it. Yeah, I uh, I would play every game on that PC if I could. Uh, Next up, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. I mentioned review code is out now for that game. Everyone's starting to play it right now. Um, I have not touched it, so I can't really say anything about it. I couldn't say anything about it if I wanted to anyway, because it'll be under NDA. Um, I have a feeling that game's going to be amazing. Uh-huh. This is definitely their last chance. Like, <laughs> this is kind of like... Uh, Let's see
1: what horrible political thing they can co-opt this time. Uh, been a uh, lot of PR, questionable PR all choices. lives
0: matter. Big, big mistake there.
1: Well, yeah, and also, like, the grammar was wrong. Like, what, yeah. Like if you're gonna rip stuff like that off, like for you know, out ripped from the headlines, at least like make it make sense.
0: Well, this is kind of like uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst because remember Catalyst came out like right around E3, mm. and people were like, "Well, should they show it at E3? Should they not?" And they probably should have. Yeah, yeah, it couldn't have hurt. Because it was basically the same deal. It came out. I think did it come out exactly it on came E3, the, week week or or the week before? It was the week before. Four? I want to say it was like June 8th or something and then E3 was the following week. Yeah, but this is kind of the same deal. Like It comes out like a few days after Gamescom ends so this is really Square Enix's last chance to really blow the game out and get people hyped for it and more importantly get them to pre-order it. Uh, so I'm ex- expecting to see something pretty spectacular from this game mm-hmm. at Gamescom. It kind of, we kind of need to see something spectacular. I feel like this game's tracking pretty low, yeah. or at least lower than it it's should. Been, be. I mean,
1: it's been. Around, I remember like you know you and Marcus talking about it when they first showed yeah. it like a long, long many yeah. moons ago. But I could feel like it's really
0: sort of fallen out of the mind chair. This might have been in one of the first ever episodes of Game Face, yeah. actually. That original kinda crazy. trailer. Yeah, it's crazy now. Be it, you know working on Sifted and remembering, like, oh, this is, like, our second Gamescom now, Mm -hmm. and, like, this is our second E3. It's really bizarre, like... Yeah, it's
1: like we've we've taken some major AAA games from, like, you know, announcement to release.
0: Yeah, it's really blowing my mind to think about it, that the website that I started has made it, like, all this way, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, we're starting to... I'm starting to learn from things we did in, like, prior events and things like that, and how we can adjust it going forward, which is really cool, so... Uh, let's see what else, South Park I don't know if they show much of that there It is Ubisoft, it is Europe mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if they showed something new some. But yeah, I also, also wouldn't be surprised if we see nothing from it
1: It's also a ways out Like I yeah. feel like maybe they might just be recycling the E3 behind
0: closed doors demo for this one Could be uh, Dishonored 2 is going to be there Makes sense Makes perfect sense um,
1: Didn't get to be at QuakeCon, so
0: Yeah yeah, and I'm surprised. Even though it's not an id game, I am surprised because they got a big bet on this, and the first Dishonor did not sell like crazy. No, and they put out the remaster. It didn't sell great either. Well, the
1: remaster was also kind of not great. Yeah. on consoles, it was a pretty quick
0: and dirty port. The PS4
1: one doesn't run well at all. Yeah, which is weird because it's like this is, it doesn't look like a very intensive game, but there's just some problems on that one.
0: I still feel like though the lack of sales for that remaster show that the franchise hasn't managed to pick up any extras after Mm -hmm. the first game was released. Like sometimes you release a game, word of mouth spreads about it. It may not do that well sales wise, but by the time you go to put the sequel out, people have talked about it enough that new people are interested in checking it out. I don't get that vibe with Dishonored for whatever reason. No, it's not a talked about series, really. No. Well, People like it, that like it love it, and yeah. I totally get why. But uh, it is not tracking well on Sifted, that's for sure. And i, I got to say, Sifted has been a pretty good barometer of sales. Maybe I should start selling that information. <laughs>
1: that's a <laughs> Screw that's Who that's needs a the MPD market.
0: when you got Sifted? Uh, Dead Rising 4. I think we might see the first like yeah, I keep forgetting public that game demo of that game. Because it's coming out Christmas. Yeah, soon Yeah, so it's Something we've barely seen anything of I mean, there is a couple nasty, like, crappy-looking YouTube clips that came mm-hmm. up But uh, we have not seen direct feed, like, really sharp-looking gameplay of this yet And, again, they're running out of time They kind of need to get it out there at this point So I would be would not be surprised if we see a new demo of Dead Rising 4 And then finally, Watch Dogs 2 Mm, Yes that's how I feel about Watchdogs too. <laughs> mm. Yes. Yes,
1: you are a thing that <laughs> you exists. You are a video
0: game that's in development.
1: That I, I, don't will know prob- if I-, I will probably play that game just because it's in San Francisco, and uh, yeah, I'm a sucker for anything that takes place in San Francisco, open world style. Um, you don't get that Particularly in racing
0: games, anything where you drive in yeah. San Francisco is fun. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Anyone who watched Bullet growing up is just like that's the car chase. Oh yeah. car chase. Like the best chase. ever. Yeah. Without a doubt So I need to That's basically what I'm hearing You know, drive, remember Driver? Yeah Like they, they had the, the San three. Francisco one With the three of them And uh Uh I always wanted them to do A true crime San Francisco But hmm. uh That series That series is fizzled. long gone Yeah, yeah. And uh What was it? Oh and I even like You know like San Andreas was great Because there was the You know Tiny little Tiny little fake San Francisco Right There was some fun stuff in there Yeah So yeah I'm probably in Just for the San Francisco thing And I'll I'll just face palm My way through the the totally extreme radical like hack hack elite stuff yeah. and uh, you know just deal with it the way I did with the first one. <laughs> first, I really first my, one was also a pretty good version of Chicago.
0: Yeah, you know? I my interest in Watchdogs two is really low. I have to admit, if I it was really not, don't it, have that much excitement to play the game at all. If
1: it did not take place in my home city, I don't know if I would even be looking at it at yeah. all. Yeah,
0: I don't know what it is like. I didn't. That demo at, at didn't E3 did no know any favor. No, I enjoyed it and I finished it and played all the way through it, and, but I felt like when I got done with it, I was done. Yeah. Like, the first
1: watchdog, was... the first Watchdogs kind of suffered from um, like, oh, there's a cool like beginning of an idea here, yeah. And it just doesn't, you know, it's like I love being able to look at people and find out find out these little like details about them and decide whether or not to steal their money, but it's like I don't have anything to do with that money now. I'm like, I want to be able to like help other. Oh, I feel sorry for this person because they had horrible things happen. This guy is, an, is a jerk and he has a ton of money, so I'm gonna steal his money and give it to the person I feel sorry. I wanted to like be able to manipulate people more with the hacking stuff, yeah, and just sort of like you know play around with that. Well, somehow. they
0: kind of insinuated that's what you were gonna do in a game, and then a lot of that stuff never really yeah. panned out. And then it's
1: all it all just came down to holding square,
0: yeah, yeah, you know? pretty much. So I, you know, I'm not too hype about Watch Dogs. I, it doesn't seem like a lot of people are, to be honest. It's not getting talked about
1: from what I see. You know, it's not one of those things that people bring up when you start talking about the holiday releases. Yeah,
0: here's my bold prediction. It sells less than the first one.
1: That seems pretty reasonable because the first one sold shockingly well. It sold huge. Because it was yeah. like one of
0: the first next-gen games. Yep, It was the first next-gen game that people saw and they were like, oh my god, that's next-gen. Yeah, Because other games are like, oh, here's our game for Xbox One or PlayStation 4 and you kind of look at it and be like, Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like that might be able to run on the PS3 if you had Naughty Dog working on it. But then this game, when they showed it for the first time, everyone was like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I even, get it now." <laughs> even with the downgrade, yeah, uh, you know, it was noticeably not something you could. Well, have done. The, the PC version came pretty close to what was shown yeah. initially.
1: Well, that's the other thing is like I'm interested in the PC version of this because like it's obviously going to look really good and like you know the the San Francisco you know skylines are looking really cool. But I'm yeah. like. It's this that I don't
0: like. I just don't trust. Dumbass mask on, like that's how cool he is. It's not cool, but it's so uncool. It's cool. It's totally focus tested. You can tell they're like, oh, the kids love Dead Mouse, so let's give the lead character like these eyes that animate like Dead Mouse has. Like, I don't know. It seems like people who don't live in America trying to figure out what. Pop culture in America is and what people like. Well, they're here. also
1: you know the Ubisoft tradition of the secret organization wearing a uniform right. continues. It's like,
0: <laughs> Not such a secret, it's, it's like,
1: is it? It's like oh, well, don't, don't get assassinated. Look for the guys in the white hoods. Yeah, like they all all the <laughs> secret assassins wear a, wear a white uniform that looks like nothing else anyone wears. Just yeah. look for that. And then this is like, oh, the super secret underground hacking organization. Everybody, okay, everybody. The hats came in. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody, get your dead sec hat. So everyone knows you're dead sec.
0: Exactly. And I'm sure they'll
1: spin it as like. And make oh, sure you
0: wear your dead sec T-shirt. You wear your
1: dead sec, you know, apparel to like, you know, you know. Oh well, we're just showing we support the movement, and we're like throwing off the cops because like no one knows who DedSec is, because everybody could be DedSec. Right. and it's just like, bro, you're wearing a. No one cares unless they're part of like. Yeah. It's like I don't wear like hats for baseball teams i don't like yeah exactly. to throw off people that they'll <laughs> accidentally root for that other team because they think i like that team and then they'll root against that team but i want them to root against that team and that's what I, it's like it's like no one social engineers stuff using baseball hats yeah. like that's just not how it functions
0: Yep. so that's it that's pretty much the lineup of the bigger games at gamescom of course there'll be smaller stuff i think Cuphead's going to be there and a lot a lot of indie stuff wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of Euro VR stuff that maybe we haven't got a glimpse at before. All right, that's a good point. In the chat, it's like you can pre-order the iconic DeadSec hat. Right, iconic. Well, well, that's why they wear it in the game. They want you to like. They want you to be like. I want the hat. But how can
1: it be I... iconic when the game's not out? Not out. out yeah. like, you, you can't.
0: <laughs> you can't be well, iconic before you're the. Well, in their mind, it's iconic because the character in the trailer wore it. So they're like. like that, it's all their, that's all marketing The only plan. way that thing is iconic is if there
1: is an icon in the game representing it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the only way that thing is iconic
0: right now. Oh, I agree a thousand percent. But that was all a part of their marketing plan. <laughs> like, First trailer, we'll have the DedSec hat. And how can we parlay that into merchandising and, the, and therefore pre-order? And they're like, oh, we'll just make the pre-order bonus the hat. It's like... You can see right through that. Mm-hmm. For sure. So... <laughs> Here comes Gamescom. We'll have a hub for Gamescom, uh, just like we did for E3. I don't know if you guys use the hub. It seemed like a lot of people just use the homepage. Um, but let me know. I mean, We put work into the hub. If you guys are not going to use the Gamescom hub, then why should we bother uh, doing it? I liked our E3 hub. I used it because there is other content that comes out during the show. So if you want a snapshot of what's just coming out from that convention, that's a good way to get it. So, we'll probably do the hub page whether you guys want it or not. But it'll be there. So. Our coverage will start Thursday, I guess actually probably be Wednesday night? I guess, yeah, because it'll be, it'll be like tomorrow there. Yeah, so like actually yeah. some of the stuff might be happening like Wednesday after midnight Pacific of next week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, keep in mind next week, late next week, Gamescom kicking off. Let's move on. So this week, Matt, it was announced by Bungie that the vast majority of the studio is now working on Destiny 2. Uh, There's one big expansion left to come for the original Destiny, Rise of Iron or whatever, Mm. which seems to be getting really good press so far. Uh, But it it appears that the studio is shifting everything towards Destiny 2. Wouldn't be shocked if it comes out next year. A little surprised if it does, but wouldn't be shocked because it Mm. sounds like it's been worked on for a while. I don't think you want to
1: leave Destiny cool. For a, two years, yeah, you know, it feels like you want to keep that.
0: Yeah, and well, you know, one of the guys, one of their lead developers, left, and one of the things people cited was that Destiny Two wasn't coming along as well as they had hoped. Like it was, I think uh, originally it was scheduled for this year.
1: Well, that seems like a tradition then. Yeah, I mean, the first it, Destiny, from what we understand, had a lot of
0: problems. It did, yeah, and uh, that's kind of the point of this topic of the Big Six. We want to talk about. The problems the first Destiny had that we hope will be fixed for Destiny 2. Full disclosure, I played Destiny until I finished it. Finished it. Mm-hmm. And never went back to it. Matt, you played a ton. I played about 100 hours. Yeah. Uh, never did
1: finish that damn f- first raid. Uh, and I didn't really play the expansions much. I played... Uh, at, you know, at, I don't remember when it was, but it was the, the, the second uh, expansion... Uh, that sort of like revamped the whole thing. Like I went back and replayed through the story uh, when they did that, and it's a it's just a much better game. You know, it was like a year after it came out, right? Just a much much better game. Like if they'd released that as the game, <laughs> like it would have been so much better.
0: Well, that should bode well for Destiny too, then. I'm
1: hope yeah, I'm hoping if they they've, you know, they you know we're got because all the things that annoyed me early on in Destiny, like we're not gonna have to live through, we're not gonna live through the terrible loot drop, you know the, the you know. Right. The, the incredibly aggressive random number god problem. You're not going to have to deal with uh, the fact that like the story doesn't make any you know, I mean, the story still doesn't make any sense, but at least like... Well, there really it's, wasn't one. <laughs> there, it, it's, it's, but it's presented in a way that kind of fits together more, as opposed to like the, when it launched, it was sort of like... Like it was just really vague, and you know the Peter Dinklage VO didn't really know where it was most of the time, and and I don't know what what happened there, but like I think the Nolan North VO is much better for the. The little Guilty Spark guy I mean, I, yeah, here's here's how much I get all that Destiny stuff Stuck in my head, I don't remember anybody's name I The only thing I remember about the story is when you meet The elder guy and he's like, I bet you have all these Questions and I could tell you about them But, but I'm not I going to yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs>
0: alright that
1: I mean, that's annoying, but it does seem like
0: Bungie so uh, I was like, Oh, by the way In the chat, I see somebody mentioning that uh, The hub They wanted to be able to sort the hub By platform, and you totally could yeah, there's a channel nav on the hub just like there what there is on the homepage. And if you click the plus on the right, it'll drop down. You can just choose Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, or whatever, and it'll sort the hub by just a platform. Just an aside there. So I've actually put together a list of stuff that I want oh, wow. I want to have changed for Destiny Two. I'll tell you the other thing I was like But one know. of them was a real freaking story yeah, as I typed out. <laughs> Because I felt like it was just like a threadbare like well it's like, it was like it also felt similar to like at the
1: time uh, to Titanfall where it's just like, wow it feels like you really did a lot of work establishing uh, to overwatch to some degree it was like you really feel like you did a lot of work establishing what this world is and where you know all these characters and all this thing and then like you do, you do nothing, nothing with it. it yeah like at least Blizzard puts out the you know the the videos with the characters from overwatch to kind of flesh that out a bit but like Destiny did nothing. Yeah. That, until the House of Wolves thing, where like all of a you know, like they have uh, in the in the story part of that, they have all those, you know, the heads of the three classes that you get your upgrades from. That did not, you know, they hired Nathan Fillion to say like nothing through the whole thing. <laughs> but now in House of Wolves, they're all talking to each other In like radio communication and stuff, and like they have, they're actually characters now. Yeah. Like, so I'm kind of hoping they take that kind of idea
0: and run with it because there's potential there. I, I, I honestly don't even know what ended up happening with the plot in Destiny because neither do I, frankly. Like there is really one cutscene in the whole game where you go and visit what is her name? I can't even remember. Like, you fly all the way out, and you visit that oh, the, oracle or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the,
1: the, the blue girl. Yeah. And, the, and her brother hates you. Yeah, yeah. And, what and happens I, with you, all that? The Awakened or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I mean, I was one of those guys. Yeah. I played one of those characters, and I'm just like, how come you hate me? I'm one of you. Like, yeah, they, what happened with
0: all that? I have that no idea what happened sense. there.
1: Oh, and then, the, I mean, there was a the thing at the end where, like, you get rewarded for the thing, and everyone, likes, like, the guy gives a speech, and everyone celebrates, and then the mysterious, like, robot girl in the hood that's probably time-traveling is, is like, it's only beginning. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I know. Of course, that's how the end is. Hey, oh, it's only beginning. Yeah. Never heard that one before. And of course, it's like it's only beginning because you're gonna make me grind for forty hours to get like one piece of better. That's the other thing. Is like I just wish like my one wish in terms of how Destiny Two plays out is like, could you just make let me make progress. Does everything have to be like the stupid MMO grind from 1997? Can we get past the idea yeah. that the end game should just be repetition of the same thing over and over and over and over again? Because apparently people hate it judging by the No Man's Sky reviews, but when you put it in an MMO
0: it's great. I don't yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> well, I don't get it. It's uh. One of my notes was an easier to understand end game. That too, all the like, light
1: thing and all I had stuff. No, I, just, I mean they got rid of all that of course. Yeah, they they I know simplified they, it a they lot. did
0: eventually simplify it. But like that game ended and I was like what the hell are you talking <laughs> about? I have no idea what you mean by any of this crap. I was just like what the f like I didn't get it at all. More like simpler terminology like the words like just the words that they use in the game it's like I think the terminology
1: is too simple cuz everything's named like the you know, the traveler the everything's the basic fantasy word. Like there's no every
0: it's just like they transmuted every kind of like fantasy. I wasn't talking about that stuff. I was talking about like the weapons and oh. like all the like I can't even pronounce the names of most of the weapons you in know, like You know like the Gallerhorn? Yeah. Like <laughs> I honestly did not know how to pronounce that and then Pactor pronounced it in an episode and I was like I guess that's how you say it. And yeah. how the hell did he know how to say it? Like just, I had no clue. Pactor looks like he might have some viking in him. Yeah, there's like yeah. 8 million consonants in that word. I'm like how do you even pronounce this? There's like two vowels and like 50 consonants. Uh, what else? Better character customization. Yeah. Dude, the character customization in that game, for a game that's all about doing emotes and corny little dumb crap, like, the character I've never felt attached to my
1: character in that game. I mean, the Taken King fixed a lot of that. So, I, mean, real, I mean, I know you never went back to it. Go yeah. back to it. Go play it now. Yeah. It's different. It's so well, different. have to pay
0: to do that, so that's not happening. Mm. <laughs>
1: I, th- I think you probably should before Destiny 2 comes out, because otherwise you're going to be like, oh, they fixed this. Like People are like, no, they fixed that three years ago. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah it's, I guarantee... Man, it's a different game. Here's one thing I King. can pretty
0: much guarantee they didn't fix. Separate multiplayer. Completely separate from the single-player campaign. They did
1: fix that to some degree. Really? You can get a lot... I think most, if not all, of the same gear and bonuses other ways now. You can. I think that was accurate, yes. Because that was... Re- Ridiculous that they did that. Like, I have no idea. Oh, you mean like when they make you play multiplayer to like further the story or whatever? No, or? the fact
0: that like your campaign, the campaign carried into the multiplayer. So, oh,
1: so you're using your character? That, yeah. yeah like, I that. hated that. that.
0: Yeah, that's it's so stupid. It makes it unbalanced. Like, I know how like the weapons were technically on the same level, but the people who were longer, farther along than you could use the better weapons. Like, sure, if you had that same weapon he didn't have an advantage or she didn't have an advantage over you but there were times where you didn't even have access to weapons that other players had Mm. access to and that to me is just wrong like i think more the 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 bigger problem was that they had
1: guns that were specifically overpowered because of how they it didn't matter that what level you were if everybody was the same level there were specific guns that if you happen to find that that gun like you know uh, like the burst fire mach- assault rifles were yeah. way better for a while, and then the, right. the revolvers were way better. For, it
0: was just the way they worked in terms of how they kind of
1: flattened that curve, yeah. and when you flatten that curve out, the performance of some of those guns got crazy.
0: Yeah. Or they could just ditch the multiplayer altogether, in all honesty. Like, I never really enjoyed I, it that much. I
1: actually played a fair amount of that multiplayer. I I enjoyed it well enough, but like, one of the reasons I enjoyed it was because it was so like lopsided that no one was really taking it particularly seriously. So it was actually more fun to play. People were just going, like, I'm just grinding for stuff. Like, we going. And, like, I had a good time playing the multiplayer. But I never really, you know, after I, I probably played, of the hundred or so hours I played at that game, I'd say about 20 were
0: multiplayer, which is a lot for me. That is a lot for you. Easier, quicker travel, another thing that I yeah. had.
1: Also, like, let me do something with my damn ship.
0: Yeah. Like, why are you
1: giving me all these, like, ship things if, like,
0: I, I'm companion? just a load screen? Like, yeah. wh- like,
1: how, where's my dog fighting like, multiplayer thing? Where's my... The travel thing's obvious. I mean, why can't that was be a- probably the most common oh, yeah. complaint about the game. Well, look, man, like... Like the travel between planets better be like No Man's Sky right. in Destiny well, that 2. You know that's
0: not going to happen. Though,
1: well, it then. should be though. It like, should,
0: but it'll. Ne- that's not going to happen.
1: No, but I, I mean, especially like with stuff like that Infinite Warfare thing, where it's like,
0: like I don't. I they think, seamlessly transition from yeah, all this different. Stuff. I think.
1: I think you're out of excuses for not having like actual space stuff now in this game. I like, agree, especially after teasing me with that damn ship for like the whole first game. Like yeah. I don't understand why. Who cares? Like who cares about? It's like it's like the. The dumbest, like you know, cosmetic upgrade in MMO history yeah. is like, look at look at my ship that's made out of like the same five parts as yours, but
0: it's orange. Yeah, it's like, what <laughs> do you? It just
1: really felt like something like they were gonna do
0: something with it, and they never did. Yep. And then my last note that I have is less repetition and better, longer-lasting rewards for playing the game. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I never really continued on. I'm like, I'd like to keep playing and start into this whole other like tree of light or whatever the hell they called it. But then I realized you were just doing the same crap over and over again that I had already done over mm. and over again. They're just they just need more content, particularly with the base game that you pay sixty dollars for. Mm. Well
1: also the the thing was and you know, the Taking King brought it up to code to some degree, but there was just this constant problem of like it did all these... It was like Bungie played, like, an MMO from 2004... Like, Warcraft from 2004. And it was like, that's good enough. Yeah, that's yeah. how we're going to make this. <laughs> They're and not going to expect anything more than this. Completely ignoring all the quality of life things. And then it's like, it doesn't have to be that. It's not even really an MMO. It's just a shooter it's where you not, yeah. where you play with... You know, there's a hub with a bunch of... It's Fantasy Star Online,
0: it is, frankly. Yeah.
1: That's what it reminded me of the most.
0: Yeah, me too. And,
1: like... It's an online multiplayer game, but it's not an MMO, so stop making me suffer through all the MMO tropes from, like, 14 years ago. Like, yeah. why why am I stuck grinding for gear? Why can't you just let me, like, finish this one, you know, one level and get something? Or why can't I just, like, you know, buy it this way? Like, I, I don't understand, like... Well, it's like when PSO came
0: out... None of that stuff was is fine! Fun. It was okay, because... It was, like, new. Yeah, it was the standard of the Here day. Here we are. But
1: we've gone way past that stuff. I mean, yeah, go, like you, 16 years later. You log on to World <laughs> of Warcraft now, and it's like, which dungeon would you like to go to? Click it in this menu, and boom, you're there. You're yeah. ma- match ma- you know, this matchmaking with everybody, and the default difficulty is, like, you can practically, you can play the whole, like, the toughest dungeons that used to take, like, 40-man yeah, raids. You can go through with, like, a pickup group without anybody on chat. Yeah. And just sort of like roll through it. And yeah. you get the really good stuff if you go up and do like the higher, you know, the difficulty stuff where it really is still that hard. But it's like if you just want to see the content of the game, like the current modern World of Warcraft is just like, go on, go do it. Here yeah. you go, here it is, right in front of you. And it's like, why can't Destiny do that? Like yeah. why does it have to be, why does it, it, sometimes it felt like I was playing like this really weird archaic you know, thing where like, it's like everyone at Bungie was just obsessed with, You know what I miss? I miss Ultima Online when you could get me when you like had to work all day just to
0: get a stick. You know? yeah, <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> I mean, it, it really is like PSO. I feel like maybe some of the guys on the team were like, everybody loves PSO. I love PSO. Let's make a yeah. PSO. But they didn't realize like the whole industry and genre had moved way on. From that yeah. like 10 years ago and, you know, I, I ran into the same thing kind of with uh, The Division this
1: year where it's just yep. like look I can only Play these levels so many times yep. for, it, for the Hope of maybe Getting this thing that I need to drop
0: and it's like Stop that I don't do it I don't do it anymore no I, I just don't I do look, it anymore and I look at my time as more too valuable It turns to do me completely off of that and yeah. it's like and
1: it's like it's you know it's like one thing if you're sending me through new thing even if it's stupid stuff like the No Man's Sky thing where you're like oh well at least it's a different world I'm on that I'm grinding through but if you're gonna grind me through the same mall level over and over again like in the, the division like there's that thing in because it's like it's like PSO. I played Fantasy, the original Fantasy Star Online, and it's like little expansions on the Dreamcast. I played that game for 500
0: hours. I don't even know how much and I played it. Like probably that was just the
1: one on the one character. It's probably more for the other character. But my main character had 500 hours on him. And by the end of, by the time I stopped playing that game, to this day, if I hear the title screen music for that game, it makes me nauseous. It does. It gives because me chills. It, yeah. I love the title screen music. I for like that game. it, but it makes me. All it does is make me think of all the grinding and all the
0: repetition and all that. By the end of that game, I hate. I hated playing. See, it. I didn't grind at that. Much bad. But I also got, like, the Massetta cheat, where, like, I was able to just buy everything I wanted. Remember yeah. that Meseta? You never knew about the Massetta cheat?
1: No, because, like, you could, like, get weirdly like... Corrupted the save. Uh, like, never it, corrupted it, mine. It was it was some nasty. I mean, there was tons of duplication things and all that. But I yeah. I had a Seabringer's rifle that I got legit early on, and like I used that through the whole thing. Wow! And I because it was like it's like the best rifle. I was I was yeah. a ranger, and I and I. I with
0: you shotguns. And I, uh, so I just bu- shoot once, and then it tags everybody, and you don't have to do anything else because when all they, if someone else kills all the enemies, right. you get the points. You get for the it. points. Yeah, but like
1: uh, I used the Seabringer's rifle to hold. I mean. Ninety percent of the play, I, it dropped like the one of the first time through the game, and it stayed. You know, it was one of the best weapons. You got in the lucky. Game. You got super lucky. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't even use it for it because you had to like convert it from right. like the thing, and, and, and like you had to like actually turn. So I, to, I didn't have enough money to do that, so I had to wait until I could do that. Uh, and then I used it the whole thing, and then we got to episode two when that, uh, this episode two got released, and all of a sudden, searing rifle was garbage. Like it couldn't do. It couldn't even kill boomas in the first level and like i
0: that was when i started drifting away episode two is when i stopped playing basically i played it for a couple days but i remember i would get home from work at Gamespot and go into my room i was sharing an apartment with gerald valori at the time who he ended up going a couple other places and then now he's at blizzard Hmm. but i would go into my bedroom and shut the door and he would go into his bedroom (laughs) and shut the door and we would play fantasy star online together but mm. not, like it was the most was the Weirdest thing, every once in a while we'd like Walk out of our bedrooms, I'd knock on his door and be like Yo, like you just took my drop, or like Whatever, but we like <laughs> Live together, we were 20 feet apart, but We were connected by like the internet, it's so bizarre It sounds like some kind
1: of like ironic Painting, Yeah, it's, like, it's like, like like if You saw like an yeah. x-ray of the of the apartment And it's just like two men with like glowing Screens playing yeah. the same thing Like apart, so why can't they play together
0: Yeah, exactly
1: And um <laughs> Not, but uh, I, but the one thing that I think Destiny has over Fantasy Star Online is that the moment-to-moment mo- I've said it over and over, moment-to-moment well, moment ga- well, the graphics, but whatever. The moment-to-moment gameplay Oh, yeah. The gunplay of Destiny well, is exceptional. real acceptable. gunplay. I
0: mean, Fantasy Star Online was just, like, Despite, auto-locked.
1: And, and like, it took me a lot longer to quit Destiny than I it probably should have, because the thing was, I'd sit there during those load screens and be like, why am I playing this? Why am I still doing this?
0: Why am I waiting for this to load? Would, and then
1: all it would take is one you know, hit the weak spot or a headshot on one of those enemies, and that pop. And they it was were like, really yeah, that good. feels really good. Yeah it's yeah, so like funny
0: it, how the, these little yeah. like mental triggers from video games like yep. the will trigger that like little, dopamine, dopamine. Brr, brr. dopamine. Yeah. Psh, psh. <laughs> it's crazy. Every every
1: time you pull a little gem on the on the bottom of a vex
0: or whatever those things yeah. were,
1: it was like,
0: know, yeah, like yep, that's great. That's, that's something great. I should have mentioned yep. on Geif this week about game addiction. Like there are so many similarities between yeah. being addicted to a substance and addicted to games, and that's just another one that you brought up there. So so keep the gameplay. Change everything Everything else else. (laughs) There's our (laughs) Destiny 2 wish list (laughs) Alright let's move on So This week I finally reached my breaking point Matt So I, I think I've mentioned on the show before That we have been getting terrorized By Nintendo on YouTube Like literally Any little piece of footage we use of Nintendo They flag it on YouTube And then they take all the money for the videos for Pactor Factor Not that we make that much I think on the average, we make 8 to $10 per episode hmm. of Pactor Factor you on YouTube. You can't do the thing
1: that uh, Jim Sterling does where you deadlock them by using footage from something else? I might
0: be able to do that. I don't have the time to do fun stuff like that. God bless Jim Sterling that he does. Well, I thank I, God I don't. for yeah, Jim Sterling. Exactly. <laughs> I don't have time to do that, but... Uh, <laughs> And like you never win, like so you can dispute the strike that you get. It's not but worth it. Though. YouTube sides with the publisher every single time. They never, they've never sided with us. The only time we've ever, we've ever won is when the publisher didn't bother to respond within the thirty-day time limit. So, but the caveat with that is, is they you don't make any money during that thirty days. I think YouTube is going to change that finally here in the next couple of months. But from my experience, like. It wouldn't change at all. Here's a funny thing, too. Somebody reached out to me on Twitter today and was like, Game Face should be free on YouTube. You can make all the money off of the ad revenue. Yeah, I don't, I don't I think people like, know how things work. <laughs> I was like, dude, we make like $5 per episode of Pactor Factor. You should just
1: have the fairies fly the gold from
0: the cave to your house. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just responded like you need a thousand views to make a dollar. He never, he <laughs> never replied. So anyway, so I've been dealing with this with Nintendo. And if you do, if you do challenge the strike, and they do respond, like they win every time. Mm-hmm. And the way YouTube is set up is if you if you dispute three times and lose, your channel gets deleted. I think I've mentioned this on the show before. So I just got to the point where I just don't even dispute them anymore. Mm-hmm. So we already have two strikes. Third Strike, our channel's deleted, and I can't, we can't do that. We cannot lose Sifted's official YouTube channel. So basically, these publishers are just stealing from us. Like, our work, all the time, all the money that we put into making Pactor Factor, and we show a five-second snippet of a Nintendo game while he's talking about that very specific Nintendo game, and Nintendo gets all the money, like... Screw you man. That's insane.
1: I mean, that's a YouTube thing. It is. Well, no,
0: it's not. No, it's not.
1: So here's my point. So that's
0: YouTube's policy though. YouTube's policies are garbage. No, it's a joint. It's a joint venture between the two because up until recently, Nintendo and 2K were the only publishers that do this. Everybody else doesn't care because they look at it like you're promoting our game. Mm. You're showing our video game. You're... Isn't it automatic though? Don't they like basically upload? Like, no. Isn't it like
1: that thing where like you, the publishers have to do it? Like they have to have people. Right. But I mean, like, you Nintendo didn't specifically look at Pactor Factory and be like no. nail it. No. Like they like no, they protect they have, their stuff. They have this like, they have like it's like the movie. They companies. fingerprint their stuff. That's what it is.
0: Yeah. So. But Nintendo and 2K were the only ones that were doing it. And so after a while, I kind of figured out, don't tell anybody, okay, well, they're fingerprinting their trailers. So if I use gameplay from the games, which sucks, because that means I have to, like, break out an old console Mm -hmm. if it's an old game and get everything set up and then capture, like, a minute of footage. It takes, like, an hour to get that 60 seconds of footage. But I figured out if I did that, normally their fingerprints wouldn't work. Well, actually... Nintendo's on to Pactor factor now so it watches it every week and now it's like giving us flags for gameplay as well that's not fingerprinting Nintendo so you, so you
1: think Nintendo's Nintendo's literally watching, watching that
0: show yes and I'm know. sure they have a list because they have a whole team of people to do this stuff. they
1: really want that 10 bucks it's insane dude <laughs> it is insane like whoever they pay if that ha- is happening whoever they pay to do that probably
0: costs more exactly. To, well, I don't to know the time it takes them to do that. Well, then. here, so here's the thing: like, probably most of their stuff is fi- it's all fingerprinted, so most of their stuff just gets automatic paint. Right, and they don't have to but do if anything. You,
1: but if you're capturing your own gameplay footage, then they would ha- that would have to be something they see.
0: Here's what I think happens, Matt. The way YouTube is set up now is you type in the name of a game and it tags it to the game. It used to do mm-hmm. it before, but the game wouldn't actually be tagged to it. It wouldn't show up like on the video. So now. If you type in the name of a game and hit enter, as like one of the tags. Underneath the video, you'll see, like, the box art of the game and the name of the game. And oh, yeah. I've, what what I think happens is is if you do that, Nintendo or whoever gets a list of here's all the videos on YouTube that have your game in them. Mm. And then I think they can go through and manually, like, look through them if they want to. That's the only way I can figure. Like, they pinged Pactor Factor with gameplay. So I had kind of learned how to deal with, like... Nintendo and 2K found a workaround. This week's Pactor Factor gets pinged by Ubisoft. Hmm. Now Ubisoft is jumping in the let's make money off of somebody else's work, even though it's fair use game. And it that was it. That was my breaking point, dude. So today, I'm sitting there. I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, I cannot believe these publishers are so greedy that they think making like a couple pennies is more important than having like a show Talk about your game. Like To me, the cost benefit analysis of that does not work out. So I started thinking about it and I'm like, these damn publishers are so damn greedy. What really bothers me is that this week was the week when all the financial reports came out for pretty much everybody, like EA, Ubisoft, everyone. It all came out this week. Every publisher is making like record profits right now. I mean, they are swimming in money. EA stock price, higher than it's ever been. 2K stock price, higher than it's ever been. Sony almost all its revenues coming from PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Now. Like the games industry is doing great except the UK which last month the lowest month on record for retail sales in the UK. That's scary. Brexit fallout. I, I guess, I don't know what it is. There's a lot of people pulling
1: out because of could be fears of tariff problems or whatever. Yeah. I don't it doesn't sound like a lot of it's <laughs> like warranted, yeah. but it's like, it just scared off a lot of Well, they jacked up
0: the price of 5 yeah. in the UK because of Brexit. Anyway, I, we're, we're getting off mm. my rage, because <laughs> I am pissed off about this. So, so It could these, be worse. It could be in the UK. Right. So these companies are making... It could be worse. These companies are making money, hand over fist, more money than they've ever made. And they're still being greedy. It's like it's not good enough. And so I started thinking about it, and I'm like, okay, well, they're doing this jacked up stuff on YouTube. What else are they doing? And... Dude, I started putting together a list of the ways video game publishers are basically squeezing their fans for every penny that they can. And a couple of things happened in the last couple weeks that also have kind of started leading me down the path of talking about this. So the first thing that happened was Archive.org put up like the first five years of Nintendo Power Archive. These have no monetary value at all. They are magazines about video games that were released 20 years ago.
1: More than that. Maybe
0: the only value they have is that there are strategy guides in them for some of the games. That's the only thing I could see. For games
1: you would Yeah, I really need a strategy guide for Mule. <laughs> right. Like, it's well, gonna... if you're playing an old first-party yeah, game... Like, like, every, you get every it on, stra- on GameFAQs. Game Facts. Like, you don't yeah. need it out of Nintendo Power. I right. mean, that's ridiculous. So, Nintendo Power, that archive was purely because I read that when I was a kid, and I'm reading it again, and it made me feel good. Yep. Like, that was the whole point
0: of that archive. Exactly. And Nintendo made them take it down. Of course they did. So, on the 30th anniversary of Metroid, mm-hmm. Nintendo has done nothing for the anniversary of Metroid, other than Federation, Federation Force, Force, which everyone hates. <laughs> but otherwise, it's done nothing. Like, for Zelda, yeah. it had, like, the crazy concert series that it did. Um, this is
1: tradition, though. I mean, you remember when the 25th... Because Zelda and Metroid share an anniversary. Remember when the 25th anniversary, they did all the stuff for Zelda, and there was all the fan art of, like, what they would show, like... Uh, the partying Zelda characters in the back, and then it was, like, Samus with a crying Metroid. Crying in the background. You no, know, like, Samus <laughs> and, with, and Met- with a Metroid, and Metroid is bringing her, like, a cupcake with a candle on. She's like, thank you. Like, it was just like, the, it's the saddest fan art you've ever seen. It's yeah. just, like, all the Metroid 25th anniversary celebration, like, lonely Samus, or like, you know, ignored by everyone. Inten- you know, it,
0: it's, it's it's tradition now. Well, this year, Pokemon's 20th. They're blowing that out yep. of the water. but And Metroid 30, nothing. Nope. It gets nothing. So... This guy had been working on his own version of Metroid 2: Return of Samus, which released on the original Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo, look, to be fair, Nintendo does have a version of it out there for virtual console. You can actually pay for it and play it. But this guy painstakingly recreated this game by hand, releases it on the day of Metroid's 30th anniversary. Next day, shut down.
1: Eh, yeah, it took longer than I thought. A day? It was a couple of days. Because it was the weekend, so it, the legal guys didn't come in until Monday. Was it the weekend? It was, it was over the weekend, yeah. Was it? It was. It wasn't until Monday that they shut everything down. It was because I, I was surprised it took that I long. I got it. I tell with oh, it. Oh, I got it. of course, Everybody got it. But <laughs> like, that's the thing. Is like you know, it's like uh, Sega shut down this this because the Streets of Rage Remix thing from several years. You remember that? Like it was. It's all three games and like a hundred extra levels and like you can play it all at once and however you want. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, and Sega had it shut down within twenty four hours. But it's the internet. It's out there. Yeah. You can get it. You know, however you want. It, you know, it, it's it's not. It's not like it's it's out there. It's gone. It's you know and. That's it. But like, it's always going to happen. You can't just remake some, some comp- international corporation's game and expect their legal team's not going to be like, hey, knock it off. Um, the guy wasn't making any money on it. It was off it. It was just like a, a labor of love, and now it's out there. And and it's amazing. It it's, really it's, is. I mean, if you like Zero Mission, like, by the way, this is what Nintendo should have followed Zero Mission up with. Right. A remake of Metroid 2, the least playable game in the series because it was on the freaking Game Boy. Right. And it's also we forget, uh, you know, until Super Metroid, there was no map. Yep. And that sucks. Yeah. And this he updated he updated this remake with you know all the Super Metroid bells and whistles, all the the Zero Mission bells and whistles. I mean, it is it, it feels exactly like playing Zero Mission. Nintendo should just accept- buy the game. Sh- from they him. should. <laughs> or they should at out. least hire him for something. Right. I mean, it's like look, this dude this dude just did Metroid better than you've done Metroid, if you consider Retro a separate company. since 1993.
0: Yeah, So it is crazy. So this is the series of unfortunate events that brought me to this. All these things just kept adding up, adding up, until I was just like, I can't take it. I got the YouTube strike and I was like, screw you. So I put together this list of things that that I feel the publishers are doing to squeeze as much money out of fans who, without them, they would have nothing. Uh, DLC microtransactions. Look at every game now has, like, cards. Either has the cards or it has like a black market, some way to get like another two or three dollars out of you at every freaking turn.
1: I don't mind, I gotta say I don't mind like robust DLC. I don't like the microtransaction style DLC. Although sometimes, like I've, I, usually if something is like a robust level of DLC, was like, oh, here's exp-, you know, what we would have called expansions back in the day. Um, but I'm feeling kind of down on that these days because I feel like I got really burned by Fallout 4 in that regard. Yeah. I feel like I, I have never really wanted to return a season pass before, but I kind of do. Fallout's Fallout 4.
0: DLC is pretty terrible.
1: Yeah, especially because
0: Fallout 3's was great. It was, yeah. And but typically their D- yeah. DLC is incredible. Skyrim's was also. Really I, good. I don't understand yeah. how they dropped the ball so hard on this there. game. I really don't get it. But I hear you. Um, I'm not so DLC is not so much. It's like the little nickel and diming stuff. Like, yeah. Halo 5 is really bad with it. All the Call yeah. of Duty's, Black Ops 3, terrible. Like, they put out trailers every week. Here's the new black market items for Black Ops 3. Nah. Here come spend your $1.99, your $2 on this stupid gun skin. Like, the publishers have created this market that led to the whole Counter-Strike, Go, like, Skim lotto thing. skin yeah. thing. Like... The publishers are the people who are doing this. We're not creating this. Like they're creating the environment to facilitate sites and things like this and gambling among kids. I mean, really, mm-hmm. if you get down to it, like the ultimate outcome of that was kids gambling.
1: Yeah. Well, that's also what really turns me off about like Overwatch is like yes, you know, finally you want microtransactions for these things, but it's, like if I pay an extra buck can I just get the thing I want right like wh- I, that's the thing that bugs me the most is like how come I gotta play your freaking slot your machine slot machine so yeah. like just because like oh, I think, yeah it's like I don't because I don't like gambling I don't I mean I like to play like poker and stuff like that but I don't like like just like the, the Vegas style, like oh play the slot machines or whatever Vegas, cause, cause Sit and it's, wait to get lucky it's like yeah because it's stupid I could it I don't does. have to do anything and especially with video games like normally video games have like a skill component and when you sort of like Introduce this microtransaction thing Where it's just like, good luck I'm like, no, screw you, I don't want that I want. I like this costume and I will pay you money For this costume But I'm not going to pay you like ten times that much money Hoping, hoping I, I get it. it Like, that's ridiculous But that's the way it all is now
0: of course it is. Black market's the same thing with Black Ops Same well, that, deal with
1: well, that comes from free-to-play stuff you know, yeah. that's, that's where But that's, these
0: aren't free-to-play games no, These are games we paid $60 price. for And look, one thing I will say I, I do get is that Game prices have not gone up Mm-hmm in the U.S. in forever, like forever. Yeah, they're
1: cheaper than they've ever been when you you know, when you, you know include inflation. Right. You know, I paid what eighty nine ninety nine for
0: Chrono Trigger back in
1: the day, and like yeah. that's like hundred and sixty bucks in modern money. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's a pretty good deal. At this
0: but point. also the the people, the amount of people that are available to buy. I mean. Right. Think about much like, much larger audience. Stuff. Yeah, think about the NES. Like how that was a huge console at the time. It was mm-hmm. its install base is like a little. <clears> it's a speck yeah. of sand in the desert. Like, well, it's also.
1: It's, I mean, it's entertainment is so widespread and so, you know, disseminated everywhere. And like it's very. There's no. It's not like the old days before you know, pre-internet. You people forget. Like everybody listened to the same album. Yeah. You know, thriller can never happen again because no, you don't. can listen to any music you would ever want to hear ever. No one will ever have that, you know, basically forced on I mean Popular music was what was out, it was what you knew about, and it's what you had to listen to. So, you know, Thriller is going to be the top selling album for like ever because there will never be that many people forced to listen to one thing again.
0: Well, the or perfect like, example of that is just, I think it was a month ago, Rihanna's new album came out mm. and. It was number one for the week, and it was the lowest number of sales for a number one album ever. Yeah. It sold like 15,000 copies.
1: Nothing. Absolutely nothing.
0: And it was number one.
1: But I think that's what you're seeing in stuff like, you know, with the movies and games is like They're spending more and more money to make them bigger and bigger and more and more spectacular so that people, you know, so you can rise above all the noise. Yeah. And, like, compare, like... Even adjusted for inflation, like the biggest movies of the 80s and early 90s are nothing budget-wise compared oh, to what know. people spend now. You know how much Aliens cost? Yeah, I eighteen know. million dollars. Or nothing. The, but it's also, nothing. but also
0: the revenue generation is expanding. Oh yeah. Now movie but, tickets used to cost like four dollars or whatever, or five bucks. Yeah. Now it's like you go to see a 3D movie, it's like nineteen dollars yeah. in LA sometimes. Like that's I paid, crazy. I paid twenty
1: bucks to see Batman vs Superman in, in oh, 3D, sorry. 3D IMAX, whatever the hell, <laughs> at, the, at the at the Cinerama Dome. Yeah. but like and but then i'll turn around and just be like "Mm, i don't know 14 bucks for the video game that's a lot of money it's
0: like what am i thinking right so that's why i brought it up is because look movies they have gone up they've quadrupled in price since i was a kid video games it's cheaper
1: it's cheaper to wait for the blu-ray now it is if you're going with like with a date like and you intend to eat something
0: yeah yeah you're gonna spend 50 bucks minimum oh yeah easily after parking and everything else in la it's Going to movies here is insane.
1: But anywhere, really. I mean, it, it's, you know, I think even, I know people like out in, you know, r- more rural areas out in the middle, you know, Midwest and stuff. And even in comparison, they're like, yeah, it's like twice what it used to cost to go
0: out to the movies. Yep. Uh, let's see what else. So games
1: are actually doing pretty well. That's, in, I, that's why I mentioned it, because I yeah. want
0: to make sure this conversation is as even handed as possible. Um, Pre order incentives. There's mm. another one. Like, they're like, hey, we'll give you. This thing that costs us three dollars to make, mm. and you pre-order the game and you're locked into the game with this little trinket and we'll charge you an extra whatever like ten dollars for this trinket or we'll sell you our collector's edition or yeah, special that's more edition. a special collector's
1: edition thing. I don't the pre-order things because the pre-order bonus stuff is always meaningless inside of an hour, you know? Like it's, I've never gotten like an an in-game anything from a pre-order bonus that was useful beyond like the op- opening tutorial basically. Yeah. You know, so it's not like I'm really worried about it. But to me the 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 problem is like all these collector's edition things and it's like, yeah, you know, if you're going to choose to buy it, you're going to choose. It's fine, but like, you know what? I've chosen to buy a couple of these collectors edition. Th- I don't have the room for them that I used to have, and and a lot of them are crazy expensive because like everything comes with a damn statue. Yeah. But like a couple, I've bought a few of these things, and I'll tell you, um, the quality of this stuff is not on the level of what they're charging. Oh yeah. Uh, like the, I mean, I, I posted a picture of the Witcher Three statue in in the when you, the the curation of the. The statue for the Horizon Zero Dawn statue, which yeah, looks great. Like I have that. that oh, I have it. that ordered. I don't. It's probably I'm probably the first thing like that I bought in a year, aside from No Man's Sky. Yeah. But I bought uh, the Witcher. I put a picture of the Witcher Three one. Hand painted, and it looks like someone spit paint on his. Fi- I mean, it's, he's melting. It looks uh, like, and I, and I contacted uh, Warner, like you know, whatever the Warner Brothers, because they were the distributor for the physical copies. And I'm like, what the what the hell? And they're like, well, if you want to return the whole thing, we'll take it back. But like, they that's know you're not gonna do that. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm not doing that because I already used the damn code. Right. So <laughs> screw you too, you know. Greed, right there it But is. it's like, you're going to charge me this like extra 40, 50, it's one thing, it's like, okay 10 bucks more gets you the hardened edition of Call of Duty But it's like, you because want
0: Because the thing is, you don't know what you're getting when yeah. you buy it that's the, that's the rub, they can sell you whatever they want They can put up a picture mm-hmm. And say, this is what you get when you get it, it's like you said, the face, the paint's like all smeared. Yeah. Like, And then once you've already cracked open the code and used it, they're not taking it back. Yeah. Well, like, I'm
1: very interested because my uh, No Man's Sky collector's thing hasn't shown up yet because it doesn't come out until Friday, so they haven't shipped right. yet. I got the code for it, but I don't, for the game, yeah. in the mail, in email. But I haven't gotten the actual physical box. And the funny thing, okay, first off, so the, the metal ship is a hand-painted model, so we'll see what that looks right. like. Right, yeah. And the other items in it were secret until recently, until a, a few weeks ago. We we're like, oh, secret! It's surprising. You know what the items turned out to be?
0: Pieces of crap. I'm it was. Sure.
1: It was a, a journal, like a notebook journal, with with the the, the, the atlas, the atlas thing on it, and a pen that works in space. I <laughs> like. I get what you're going for there. But what good but is
0: this to a, me?
1: <laughs> probably not going to need that. Yeah. B how am I ever gonna know if you're lying? Yeah,
0: it can just be in a pen. I'm gonna. I
1: would have to like rent a vacuum chamber or Basically something. Basically, they just like,
0: have to make sure they send you a pen that doesn't it, work.
1: Yeah, it looks <laughs> looks like it might be airtight. Yeah, you know, like, and
0: doesn't work.
1: That'll, be, put that'll be forty in. bucks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let's see sequels. The fact that we can't get new IP anymore. That's the publishers being greedy. The publishers have the money. They have the revenue to try new games. Yeah, there's
1: not even the, you know, Hollywood has more of an excuse now because, like, a, you know, a catastrophic fil- high budget can film high-budget film can ruin a studio yeah. these days. But, like, and that can happen in video games, too. But, like, the thing about video games is I think the gaming audience is much more accepting of new ideas. Yeah. Well, you look
0: at No Man's Sky. How will we know? We don't get any anymore. Well,
1: look at No Man's, no right, Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is selling out every and maybe there'll be a lot of
0: returns. Right.
1: But, <laughs> but it don't matter. But, they got that but people were willing to jump at it. Right. Even though they never heard of it. It didn't have yep. a number at the end
0: of it. Yep, you deliver a quality new IP, people are going to come and buy it. I or mean, Watchdogs. Perfect He's example. About watchdogs. Sold sells better and it wasn't, than and it wasn't even Assassin's very good. It's pretty now. And it was not even that great. <laughs> but all we get is sequels. Like when mm-hmm. was the last time you can remember a new IP being announced?
1: Um, Prey doesn't count. Let me look at this on this uh, list
0: here. Is there any new IP? Last Guardian, that was 11 years ago. Um, None. Every yeah. single one of these games from Gamescom has a number after it. They're all sequels.
1: Yeah. The indie scene is basically your source for new games. I mean, Abzu, that's, I don't know how that's sold.
0: Yeah. So. And it's also an indie game. It's also a, 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 costs low budget, a lot less. lower budget indie It's game. like, yeah. these publishers could use the excuse for a while there. Like, well, you know, the. They are making, like, no, you can't use that anymore. Especially if you're, like, an EA or a Ubisoft or an Activision. Like, there is no excuse. Destiny may be the last new IP. Uh. I don't even know. It's so sad, but that's what's happened. Like, and it's keeping us from playing new games with new ideas. DRM. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn is new. Yeah. And that was uh, announced a year and a half, two years ago.
1: Quantum Break came out this year. Oh, yeah,
0: There's one.
1: Um, and it's coming out on uh, Steam. Steam. It makes me glad I waited for that because I'd rather. Microsoft relented.
0: Steam. It was finally like, oh, you know what? Oh, if we fine. want to make our money back <laughs> on <from> this game, <laughs> yeah. we need to sell it on Steam.
1: Um, and then and beyond that, I guess. See now, Quantum Breaks making me think. Of, so I'm like, uh, uh, beyond, anyway, beyond was, Two Souls. Or like, I mean, yeah. you're 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 not looking at like stuff that was, you know, you come up with the the latest new first person shooter IP. Like yeah. they don't exist.
0: Yeah, DRM. We don't need to talk about DRM and all the shady DRM crap that's gone on. And then press press access and YouTubers. The fact that the publishers have found this kind of crack in the wall where they can stop working with the traditional press, where they might get somebody who actually has an opinion on something, and they can just slide past any rough edges and get right into that crack where they can just work with these YouTube people... And the focus that the publishers have shifted on to the YouTube folks, in very short order, I was just talking to a PR person who will remain unnamed about it this week, and he's very candid about it. He's talking about how, hey, once we figured out we could go around the press and all the people who buy games didn't care and didn't notice, he's like, sayonara, suckers. And that's exactly what they've done. They've cut out the only people who could say something bad about their games that might hurt their sales, and they don't care about... Mm -hmm. Integrity or morality. All they care about is selling more games. Well, they also
1: have the advantage that um, for whatever reason, the core audience perceives the YouTube people as more genuine oh, than press. I know, people. it just
0: blows my mind. It really does. Which but... is
1: amazing because no. Yeah. Um, you have no safeguards there. <laughs> and a lot of them are genuine. Yeah, I mean, there are. Sure. I liked. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name who did the commentary on the Titanfall two footage that you put up on the site. Today. That was the first
0: time we were curated from that guy.
1: Um, but he had a whole thing. Stone he,
0: Mountain sixty four. Stone Mountain yeah. sixty
1: four. Right. And he and he said he said like, I went to this event. They flew me out. They paid for everything. Uh, I'm more of a multiplayer guy, so like this co- campaign wasn't really my deal. But I like that there's like quite, but he like. He was like very upfront about how he got access, what the access was, yeah. what his preferences are, and and how he thinks. And he was and he was like, hey, you know, not to not to piss you off, EA, but like I think, you know, I'm I'm open to it, but I'm not seeing anything super special here.
0: And he's and small. Like, he only has like a million subscribers compared to like people like T. Martin and all those other shady dudes who well, because, got caught in the well, last. Well, because like, you two get
1: weeks. you get the hype and you get the critical mass from like you know. Going crazy and hyping stuff up and being exciting Whereas, like, this guy seemed like he really wanted to have He had, uh, you know An opinion and a critical thought kind of Process to Put on his video, and that probably doesn't Attract quite as many people, but I thought he was I, I was like, oh, this guy, like, I'll probably Look at some of his other videos, yeah. I liked how he presented Himself, but that's not how You get, you know, 20 million Followers or whatever, I guess yeah, it's
0: not. And look, I get it, like I'm sure there's going to be people, probably in the chat already, and I'm sure in the comments on when it's archived on sift they're going to be like, "They're a business. Your job as a business is to make as much money as possible." And I disagree with that. I don't think that's true. Like, well, this is the you know, sh- I'm running my own business. journalism
1: has been tainted by bribes over the years. No, wh- where who is saying who? that? Swanson. Swanson, you have
0: no idea what you're talking about. How many days have I you worked in th- game journalism? I can't think of a single example. None. Of that. Oh, he'll say Jeff Gersman. What was that? Eleven years ago. But that's also, that was the That was the one time ever. And and if you actually look at what happened, it didn't happen. He got fired
1: because he wouldn't do what they wanted him to do. He got fired because he
0: wouldn't do it. It has never happened. Like, I'm such bullcrap. Swanson, you're full of it, dude. How can you even say that? You've never worked in the industry. You've ever been a games journalist? You ever worked on an editorial team? You haven't. You don't know what you're talking about, dude. And there's millions of people like him on the internet. Everyone who goes to YouTube, they think the same thing. Like, there are people who watch. All the people who worked at GT, I was their boss. I watched them like a hawk. I knew everything they were doing at every moment, unless they were at home. But when they were at work, I knew what they were doing. You can figure out if people are on the take, it's very easy. All you have to do is have a conversation with them every once in a while. Who's talking to the YouTubers? Nobody. And like Matt said, sure, there are good ones. There are really good ones. I know some that I love, that I respect. But the fact of the matter is, is that there are some dirty ones, and the only way they got caught is because they were stupid, yeah. or they could have, went, they could have ran that lotto scam forever, unless the one guy didn't crack and was like, and actually had a conscience and was like, I don't feel right about this. That's the only way they got caught. It would have went on forever. So
1: because there's no, there's no expectation of a YouTuber and that, and uh, that there is of someone who's working in press. Like there's that kind of. I mean, you know, yeah, there's nothing preventing you from going going crooked as a, as a press person. But, like, usually people who are in, in that line of work have that ethical code drilled into them already. Or they understand that that's just part of the deal. Whereas, like, that's not necessarily, you know, th- there's no, it's a different world from, like, just making videos about things.
0: Yep. I will say one thing that I have noticed over the last month and a half. There are two publications who every day are running content about Madden. And look. Men? Madden. Madden. Okay. I about <laughs> men. Like men. What are you what are you reading? <laughs> Madden. I probably should have enunciated that better. And look, so I see everything. I see everything. Every I see every piece of content that every gaming website and every gaming YouTube channel publishes. All of it. And nobody's covering Madden. Nobody. Like if there's a new trailer, maybe half the sites we even bother posting the trailer. Because mm-hmm. people don't care. Like, I can see it on Sifted. Most people don't care about Madden when we put up stuff. So we don't put up that much of it. But there are two websites that almost every day put up an article about Madden. That's all mm-hmm. I'm going to say. <laughs> that raised an eyebrow for me. Interesting. But that's what I'm telling you. Like You can figure out when it's happening. And I, look, I don't even know. Maybe if I actually clicked to the articles, I don't even bother reading them because they're like, who's the best defensive back in the AFC West? Like, who cares? That's how frivolous the articles are, by the way, which is also like a huge red flag. Like, anybody who runs content knows that publishing that article, no one's going to freaking read it. So it sounds like a contract fulfillment. Right. And so I don't know, actually. Maybe if I actually clicked on the articles and went to them, it actually says on the article... This is sponsored content from EA? I don't know. And that's why I didn't name the websites, also, by the way, because I really don't know. It could be sponsored content that they're totally upfront about. But that just goes to show you that you can pick up on when that stuff is going on. I noticed it just like that, man. So that argument, people on Broad, I'm so sick of hearing that crap, man. If, I've, been, I've been in this thing 16 years. I've never heard of an, a single example. Yeah, of it. you think people are on brides. You should go to the apartments of game journalists and see how lavishly they live. Yeah, I know. My first uh, my first three years as a game journalist, I couldn't afford train fare. So I'd take a bus and walk five miles to work at GameSpot. I'd have to get off at the Transbay bus terminal at, like, first admission mm. or whatever and walk all the way over to 8th and Townsend at the Sega building every day. I walked all the way to work, I walked all the way back because I needed every penny to pay my rent. Where was the bribe, Matt? Where was it?
1: would have been useful, rather. It sure would have helped, let me tell you. Well, the answer to that will be like, oh, that was back in the good old days, before (laughs) the big money came into game journalism or whatever. It's like, like, if the big money had come into game journalism in that regard, like, we wouldn't have all been constantly laid off, or or sites shut down, or it's like, well, where was, you know, if we were that so valuable they needed to be bribing us, how come we are all How many rich game
0: journalists have you seen? Other than Keeley, and he didn't make his he didn't get his the money from being a game. You, the journalist. closest
1: you get is like where you know this stuff like the Gamespot thing, where it was like you know there was an advertising deal in place, and they were upset what editorial said about yeah. the game that the advertising thing had been in place for. Yeah, yeah. and we did plenty of sponsored shows on X Play, where we yeah. did you know previews of whatever, and the whole show was dedicated to whatever. But when it came time for the review, all bets were off. That was always part of the thing. Was like like we if we hate the game, we're going to say so, and we're yeah. always going to give it to, to a reviewer that did not work on the preview episodes that were paid for. For marketing. Like that was always part of the deal and we never backed down from that, even though there were people that were not happy that we were about that. Yeah. There was a lot there's a lot of stuff about there was a lot of stuff about like why can't you just like wait, wait, stop being weird about so, uh,
0: it? So let's see. Giles Slive says, get a bicycle. I did get a bicycle. Do you remember that, Matt? Yeah, I think that
1: lasted about three days. I had it
0: three days. <laughs> yeah
1: until somebody stole it.
0: Dude, I had no money. I was so poor. i put together like a hundred and like thirty dollars and went and bought like this cheap ass mongoose mountain bike at like Kmart. And I rode that bike all I was riding it all the way to the bus terminal where I was living, getting on the bus, putting it on the front of the bus, taking the bus across the bay, getting off at first admission, taking the bike off the front of the bus, riding it to work. It lasted three days. I came out and somebody had cut through a plat like a I don't even titanium Mm -hmm. bike lock like it was butter, and that bike was gone.
1: I have never in my life seen anyone more prone to having shit stolen than Shane. <laughs> Thieves att- are attracted yeah, to them. It's like you're wearing a buzzer or something. I don't get like, it. I, constantly in my in my adult life, I have never seen known anyone got more stuff stolen than you, or broken into. Oh, this is fun. Oh, this like, chat whatever. is getting
0: fun here. Uh, unfashionable. The rich journalists left and worked for companies like Luke Smith and Bungie. <laughs> Luke Smith left because he was <laughs> far from rich. That's why they go and work for publishers, because they're all poor. No, that's, but, because
1: that's where you're going to get an actual salary, and you're probably yeah. not going to get laid off because no one reads your site anymore. They don't
0: leave because they're rich to go someplace else. They leave to go get rich.
1: Or at least to get a living wage.
0: Yeah, that's why, look, that's why I don't hate on journalists who go to work at publishers. I'll never do it, because I've always wanted to be a journalist. That's what I went to school for. But these people who just kind of fall into being games journalists, I don't begrudge them one bit for leaving to go work at a publisher. I don't. Mm. Does it make me second guess some of their reviews that they did while they were working there? Maybe a little. But I don't blame them for it at all. Like, you got to survive. You got to make a living. Like, money just doesn't come up out of the ground. And you sure the hell aren't getting bribes from whoever. How do you even get a bribe from a publisher? How does that work? What's the process? Mm. You meet them at a bar and they give it to you in cash? Like, they write you a check, you can track it, so how do they pay you a bribe?
1: All, the, all those Debug 360s are just full of money. They yeah. don't actually work. You didn't know that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe I got one. Maybe I should go crack it open. Yeah. I missed my bribe.
1: You can tell he's agitated because he keeps banging the wedding ring. Yeah, the ring on the is table. Like smacking
0: the table <laughs> over and over again.
1: So, so, somewhere, like someone's watching this and be like,
0: "Stop! Stop! <laughs> stop!" Stop! The- <laughs> Someone stop. with headphones stop. on. Other yeah. hand, <laughs> <laughs> like the pen in the other one. So, anyway, to wrap things up, like I feel like the publishers are one thousand percent in it for profit. You know, I feel like every once in a while, and they, you know, some people say that's what you're in business for. I disagree with that. Um, there, there are lots of corners I could have cut with Sifted to make money, and I refuse to do it and won't do it. Um, and some people would say, well, then you're dumb or whatever. I'm just not cut through like that. I have, I have like a conscience and morals. So. That's very bad for business. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it's not. Some people, sometimes people pick up on it and they appreciate it and they support you because of it. And that's what I want to build here. So. <laughs> and look, like, I feel But see, like, that's the thing. When people say bad for business, they mean
1: bad for getting to the top of the world.
0: I don't yeah. care, I don't want so to get I, to the top of the well, world Right, but
1: that's what I'm saying is like That's the that's what runs on people's minds when it comes to that kind of thing And like It's like,
0: yeah, if, if that's not what you're after right. Then that's not what and you're going That's not do. what I'm after I'm just, I want a website that can sustain the people who work on it And can make a wage and survive off of it I don't care about, I don't want to be rich It's just like Puff Daddy says Or whoever the hell wrote the song Mo Money Mo Problems, Biggie I think wrote that one mm. Is that right? That's notorious, I notorious B.I.G. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. One of those guys. Yeah. yeah. Some conscience in business is not a bad thing. And I feel like the publishers have... Look, there's levels of it, right? There's, like, making as much money as you can off your software. And then there's, like, nickel and diming, like, your fans who are creating content because they love your products. Like, that's, to me, where it just gets dirty and out of bounds. And that's what I'm trying to say here is that... Yeah, there's, I mean, there's I I don't a... have a problem with them. I don't even have as big a problem with the DLC. It's, like, it just... I just can't comprehend how Nintendo thinks it's, it's worth it's time to hire People to Track YouTube videos And so when they first did I it like, I was like that's insane I think
1: it's a vestige of Nintendo's like Traditional like obsessive want, want For control over their But over then their 2K material. did it and I was like holy yeah. crap
0: Now like a western company's done it that's crazy And then the final nail in the coffin was Ubisoft this week I'm like I can't I just I can't I can't do it anymore Like it's crazy
1: like the the youtube is a wild west to some degree in that uh, in that because it's like yeah sterling has jim sterling has gone ar- around and around on this about the you know it's obviously defensible fair use but you can't fight that because you, you know, aren't a megacorporation i've
0: worked in i worked in fair use for 20 years i know exactly what fair use is i can repeat like the law that is it's written verbatim and they don't care mm-hmm. they don't care i they give you a little like a little space, write a paragraph about it. I explain everything about how it's blah blah blah. Denied, denied. Started, I think started. they.
1: I, well, I. I just. Uh, you should, they should just step away for PR reasons, away from the the content ID stuff. Because, yeah, stopping someone from uploading entire movies to YouTube is one thing, but it's like, if you're just nailing the little guy for no good reason, like I. Under, you have to defend the trademark. You have to shut down sure. the Metroid Two remake. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. it. Um, it, I mean, to, and to, for comparison, they don't shut down like the pe- the Pokemon fan games. Like Pokemon Uranium just came out. It the, just came out today, though. Well, no, no. I they, bet in two no, days. <laughs> it, it's not no. It's not the first. It's not the first Pokemon fan game. There's tons of them, and they're all uh, they're all fine. You know, they they, they don't get shut down because they're not remakes. Yeah. They're not appropriations of. They're appropriations of Nintendo's trademarks in the sense that they're fan games based on their property, but they are not appropriations of their actual game, and they will not be. You know, attacked for that reason because Metroid, the Metroid Two remake, is literally a remake of a Nintendo published game. That's why well, they there's get a to there a caveat in fair use. It's called uh, what is the phrase? Transformative. Transformative. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, you can probably. I mean, it would be a long, hard case, case, but you could probably win that case with Pokemon you Uranium. Could.
0: But Nintendo's—it's all new Pokemon. It's it's the concept. Nintendo's so litigious too. It's like It
1: will go after like one YouTuber. (laughs) Well, I don't think I don't think they'll go after Pokemon Uranium. We'll see. Um, They've never gone after any of the other Pokemon games, which are just as much on that level. Um, What they should go after is all the pirate DS cartridges and stuff on them, because I'll tell you, trying to complete your Pokemon collection on eBay—don't even try it. They're all fake. They're all fake. Every single one of them is fake. It's ridiculous. Either that, or it's like. You know, Here, buy Pokemon Black 2 With every single, all 649 Pokemon, legit tournament appro- I am sure, they're totally legit like, I'm sure those are all real yeah. I'm sure you spent hundreds of hours on this game
0: Collecting all the Pokemon and you didn't win a single badge <laughs> Hmm, interesting yep. Alright, it's time to move on to the moment you guys all have Been waiting for, our discussion on No Man's Sky Where do we even begin? Um... Let's just talk about whether. Let's start at the base level. What's the base level? The base level is: Do we like or enjoy the game or Mm. not, Matt? Yes. Okay. Do you want to expand on that? Uh, No. I'm just gonna. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Um, You like it a lot.
1: I like it a lot. Um, The gameplay loop of this game tickles that particular dopamine receptor of mine that was placed there by Starflight and the original Elite and um, all those old sort of, I mean they weren't open world because that didn't exist yet but those games where it was just like here's a giant universe to play in and you're going to have to really use your imagination a lot but like it's here and you can kind of do it and that's what Starflight was to me, it's what Star Control was to me, it's what. Elite, the original Elite was. It's what Wasteland was. You know, try playing the original Wasteland today. It doesn't doesn't work. Like it's yeah. just, there's nothing there. But um, this is kind of like, what if someone made Starflight with modern tech? Sort of modern tech. Kind of, you know, it looks okay. Um, but I I'd probably put forty or so out, forty something hours into this game. Uh, about eighteen or so. That was pre patch. Um, which we both uh, lived through yeah. uh, But I took this game home uh, We got it around what, three, Friday Friday afternoon. afternoon I put it in around 4pm And I stopped playing at 4am You played it, for I played it for 12 hours straight, hours straight. Um, And Here's the thing about this game It is so rough around the edges yeah. It is so The same thing over and over uh, it is,
0: I have scanned the same rock so many times. Let me, let me make a really good point, actually, before we get sort of deeper into the conversation. So I was recording footage for this segment. I knew it was going to be a part of the show a, mm-hmm. couple, a couple days ago. And basically, in 35 minutes of footage, and this is, this is what you're watching right now. It's a 35-minute clip that you will definitely see the whole thing by the time this discussion's <laughs> over. I encapsulated the entire game in 35 minutes. Mm. The only feature of the it game It is absolutely a gameplay loop. The only feature of the game that you won't see in this 35 minutes is a space is space combat. I never had like I never got attacked during this. And I think there was one other thing that I didn't get. Oh, galactic warping. Which is basically mm-hmm. just going to a map screen, and if you have the... You go to the map screen, and then if you, you... have you... the proper drive, then you, then you can yeah. fly there. Yeah, and it's just basically... It's a, it's a load screen. It's pointless. It actually kind of looks like this, except it's just a load screen. Yeah. But the only element that's not missing... And it's the missing... place you're most
1: likely to crash.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. The game. The game, the not, game not the ship. Yeah, yeah. The game, But the only element of the game that's not missing from this 35-minute clip is a space battle. Which, mm. by the way, I have never won a single space battle. I have lost <laughs> every single one
1: Here's the th- it's like here's the thing about the space battles. I I think I'm at like forty something ships shot down. Um, this, I shoot them
0: down. This game, but I get to the third one and he kills me before I, I kill the third I've, one. I've
1: only died once in like forty some hours because I, I don't of, know how the, that's possible. The game is the game's really easy. To you me. haven't
0: even died from like a crash or a glitch. Uh no.
1: Wow. I, it was the time. You know, remember, we both had the same glitch very early on in the pre-patch version, where the ship just laid on its side yeah. and wouldn't move. Yeah. And you, then we had to like restore the last save. Like yeah. that's the only. I mean, that, I don't know if you count that as a death. The game did, uh, but I didn't die. The game broke. Yeah. You know? um, so the only other time, the only time I've actually died is I, I responded to a distress signal and I didn't notice there were five of them. And I got housed. Every got dress
0: distress signal that I've responded to, there's nothing there. <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah? You go there and there's a little icon that floats around in space yeah. and as soon as you get close to it, it just flies away.
1: Right. Well, because like it's just like a general area. Usually there's freighters and there you'll see like little fighters like attacking them and that's what that you're supposed to kill the fu- the fighters. I had the no game idea. because the game doesn't tell you that. I had no the idea. Game,
0: Here's the, I even googled it And see, there are tens of thousands of people Out there right now that are like The distress signals are broken
1: but then, See that's the thing is they're not broken They're just so vague no one knows what they're supposed to do
0: Well you just like every other part of the game You assume you go to the icon Right And then you get there and it flies away from you
1: <laughs> Well cause yeah cause you should get to the icon And you should get like a little radio chatter thing Or someone says hey help us like we're being attacked You get I nothing, but you get nothing. You get, yeah. And it stays there forever. forever Unless you deal with it yeah, the guy, keep going back. And that's the thing, is like there's no time limit It's like, it's like the, the ships will just attack the, Each other yeah. forever Until you leave the system And that's it like, other, so and the, wait, I
0: need to answer the questions of whether I enjoyed it right. So I would say overall I, I'm glad I played it mm-hmm. I guess is the best way I could put it There have been times where I've really enjoyed it But most of the time I've found playing the game Annoying I guess is the best way to put it. And the other thing I I would say right off the top is that how much you enjoy this game, and this is probably the first game I've ever said this about in my life, how much you enjoy this game is based a lot on luck. Because everything is randomly generated. It's just the roll of the dice. Like, Mm -hmm. we came in today, and we started talking, and you were talking about all the animals. By the way, Matt has turned into a viral video star this week. (laughs) He uploaded like a little clip
1: of the. You tell the story. No, oh, the the swagosaurus rex, which I put up because I thought it was my favorite thing I found. He posted it in the comments. I, of I put in the comments of of Geif, and I put it in a couple other forums. I think I put it on Gaff. Yeah, and. Uh, Suddenly, it started getting a lot of views. Dude, it exploded. Somebody had gifted and put it on. I didn't post it on Reddit, but somebody posted on Reddit. It was the number one post on Reddit Gaming. It was number nine on the Reddit front page. It's up to like 150,000 views on YouTube. The gift the guy made is up to like 2.3 million. It's and unreal. Like, it's cra- and it's so, awesome. And so I'm like, yeah. So very briefly, a little bit of internet immortality. No yeah. one really knew it was me, but I, I you know, I think internet, internet fame is probably best experienced anonymously. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so, he became
0: like an internet. If I'd known it was going to do that,
1: I would have slapped a sifted logo on it or something. It put like, ads against yeah. it,
0: made some money. So anyway, back to what I was saying about luck. So luck can be a factor in this game right from the very beginning because when you start the game, you start on a randomly generated planet. And Matt said he started on a planet that was beautiful and lush. It was beautiful. Perfect weather. Yeah. I started on a planet that was basically a crater of an asteroid (laughs) with, like, 300 degree temperatures outside. And, like, I couldn't even hardly get started in the game because if you leave your ship, you have a little meter. And depending on how hot or how much radiation, it doesn't really matter what it is. It's all the same crap.
1: It's just, it's a has an environmental hazard, hazard. and the, it's different colors. You have that's a meter,
0: it. and you can see it there on the screen. It's like the green meter that you're seeing yeah, there that's on the, the left. Radiation one. Yeah, right now it's, it's radiation. It's radiation, heat, cold, and toxic. Right, and so when you get out of your ship, depending on how hot it is or how tough the radiation is, that meter will go down. And once that meter goes all the way down, you start losing health. And so if you, you take start shield out, damage, and then you yeah. lose health, yeah. And if you start out on a planet that is awful. You're screwed. Like it can make the beginning of the game really difficult. uh,
1: You found rare, uh, one of the rare materials.
0: I've found tons of that stuff.
1: I haven't found any of that in my. I found the second planet. See, this
0: is exactly what I'm talking about. The second
1: planet I went to in the pre-patch game uh, had Omegon on it, which is like super rare, and I I need it for like a bunch of top level upgrades I want right now that I have blueprints for. But I haven't found any planets with any purple stuff on it anywhere.
0: Yeah, i found tons of it. But that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, Mm -hmm. luck plays in so much into this game and how much enjoyment you have. Because other problems I had is you get... I went to a planet. I landed my ship. I did not have enough fuel for my ship to take off. So I needed to find a very particular element. Well, again, it was a really awful planet where I could stay outside for maybe 30 seconds before I would die. (laughs) <laughs> so I was trapped inside my ship. And, like, I would basically jump out of my ship, run as fast as I could until my meter got to halfway, turn around, <laughs> run back. And I did this. So like, did anybody
1: steal your ship? <laughs> did someone steal your ship while you were huh No. Uh-uh. No. There's the chat saying, it's like, oh, someone probably stole Shane's oh. ship.
0: <laughs> no. No, that's That hasn't happened yet. But there's just a lot of chance. There was another case where, I landed on this planet that was basically like little modules of land with valleys all around it that would go all the way down into radiation and then go back up. I fell off a cliff and got down to where I couldn't get back up to where my ship was. It took me an hour plus to get back to my ship again.
1: I I explained when I came in and we talked about it, I explained, like, you, if you push up against a vertical surface and you just hold the jetpack, you'll climb it. All
0: the way, I All the way up? I never knew
1: that. I've climbed mountains doing that. I never knew that. But because
0: the game doesn't tell you. Well, I don't, and, and like I don't this, even know if it's supposed to... I think it's just, like, a physics-like... No, board. that
1: was intentional. Oh, really? Because there's a little thing that pops up while you're doing it that says, hold X to climb oh, surfaces really? with the jetpack. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. But it doesn't tell you that until you're already doing it. Oh, boy. So, the, my, one of my problems with this game... Look, I love this game. I... I'm having a great time playing this game um, I don't know if I'd recommend it to anyone
0: I really don't know if um, I would either
1: because like you have to be ready to like do a lot of work for it and um, I feel like in six months maybe like by Christmas it will be a much more solid experience but like right now like if you hear the concept of this game and you're like uh, oh wow that sounds amazing you'll probably like it at least like it maybe not love it but like if you're like oh maybe, like wait. Wait and see what they do with this thing is kind of my. Here's the my irony, feeling, right? And this is someone who is. He was like, I can't wait to leave here and go back and start playing again. Yeah, yeah. But it's like every single negative like comment about this game I've read. You know, not like this is like ah, it sucks, it's garbage. Like I that's useless talk. But like people that are specifically going through and saying I don't like this and this doesn't work and this isn't cool. For, I'm like I'm just reading those. I'm just like mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm, yep. You're right. You're right, and it's like, that stuff doesn't bother me, but it's like, you can't deny that this game is so rough around the edges it'll cut you if you don't, yeah. if you're not, if you don't handle it carefully enough. Here,
0: here's the thing like about having, this game. And it sounds like you're having, you're getting cut a lot. Yeah, I've had some really bad luck playing this game, like, but some of it is just really the way the game's built, like, you can just yeah, get some of it trapped is... in a position where you're screwed, like. I don't agree with that. I, I'm not the only person who's saying this, Matt. There yeah, are but thousands well, of people online who are having the same thing happen to. But it. what I'm
1: saying is that they don't—they aren't trapped. They just don't know what to do. No. And the game no, doesn't. They're, tell... The
0: resources, like you, totally get screwed if you don't have the right resources. They're the, re- the right resources are on every planet. Yeah, I know. And sometimes you have to travel like five miles to find that one little shard of plutonium. Like, you can totally get screwed in this game, Matt. Like, I cannot believe you haven't got screwed. Like dozens of times not over even, not even remotely close i don't even i don't believe that Money i really can... do not believe it you're like the only person on, on every... planet. a planet there is but sometimes it's like six miles away dude like, and you like said. that's the only thing that'll get your jet off the ground like and if you're on a planet that has crappy weather and you have none of it and there's none within 100 yards it sucks but there's you're always screwed. there's
1: always a way to get around that how Okay, was there any iron on the planet, or any, any, any? Sometimes there's like three elements around you within a hundred yards. Every planet has iron, carbon, plutonium, iridium. Every planet piridium. has all of them,
0: as far as I can tell. No, every it's not planet all. has everything.
1: No, they don't. But
0: the, dude, they're planets. Like sometimes you go to the other but side all... of the planet to get stuff. Like not, not the, the basics, The nature though. of this game screws this game. Like not the basics. It doesn't do enough positive to make it outweigh the negative. Like sure, everything's randomly generated, but uh, at this point, like, I've played 25, 30 hours, everything looks the frickin' same. Like, it just, there's nothing striking about any of the planets well, I don't agree with that anymore. at all.
1: There's a lot of planets that are not striking. You either
0: find a dead but... planet, or you find a live planet. The dead planets are red, purple, and green. The live planets are green and blue with water. Like, There's two variants, and everything just starts blending all together.
1: Every time you kill a guy in Call of Duty, you shoot a soldier model, the same soldier model. We're not talking about Call of Duty right now. But I'm talking talking about about like. But I'm talking about, like, you're simplifying it to the point of absurdity. Like, that's not true. What you said is not true. What
0: did I say that's not true?
1: Every planet looks the same, because they don't. They're all using the same elements. They all but look like the I same can t- I can, a while. I can, I can list you at least five planets. I've been to, like, 60 planets, and a lot of them do look the same. But I've
0: been to five or six of them that I remember specifically. But again, specifically. that's where the luck comes in. Like, earlier but that's you- also what the appeal is. You don't have to slam the table to make your point. It doesn't make your point any more valid. Talk to your wedding <laughs> ring about that. <laughs> but that's completely irrelevant, Matt. What I'm talking about is the luck factor in this game. Like, you came in, you said, I have filled out what is essentially my Pokédex. And I said, I've seen fifteen animals. Fifteen. <laughs> Every planet I go to is just dead. There's nothing there. It's a wasteland with radiation, with like a couple like spikes of like stuff like that I can mine. Like, there, uh, luck plays way too big of a role in this, and it's because it's randomly generated. You've had a great experience. You've been very lucky, man. But it was the Look same- around online. Pe- most people are saying the same crap I am. Everything looks the same. The animals look dumb because they're just snapped together from random parts. Your monster that went viral. That thing looks dumb as shit. That's hilarious, but, but that's what that's, it, that's the best thing about it. But it's this game is That's why this game is so divisive, is because some people have great experiences with it where they don't get screwed, and some people get completely freaking screwed. And I've got screwed. And if you go and look on most message boards and people discussing the game, they're also saying, I got screwed. I've read the same story of people going to a planet, not having enough juice to get up off the planet with their jump jets, and having to spend two hours trying to find plutonium to get off the planet's surface. That's not fun. That's survival That's not games. Fun. It sucks. It's not Mostly fun for yes. anybody. It's it not survival games. They're not all It's, that why, way. it's why I always play... I've played it. survival games. I've played Don't
1: Starve. I've played... I only got an hour to don't starve because I thought it was boring as. Fuck. And I agree, and so is this in a lot of ways. It's boring as crap, and I. But think it's a... all about the setting. See, like the, the setting
0: is the same. It's it's the just setting snapping... is not a
1: Tim Burton book. Look, so it's not the same setting as don't
0: starve. The the procedural generation is a technological breakthrough. I will say sort that of. it is. It totally is. Like you, there's no loading going from like. Yeah, a galaxy to a planet. Oh, yeah, but what, it that's also what, but that's
1: not procedural but it so also, much as
0: like just that's
1: how well, they design whatever. What it. Was. I mean there's but other But It also things you can totally
0: screws the game. I would much rather have a guided it's not even guided, but a pre-built universe full of actual interesting stuff to do. I've I've been doing the same 30-minute gameplay loop for 25 hours. Nothing ever changes. Like, oh, like the same monoliths are on the same planets, the same buildings. Everything's snapped together. The world doesn't work. I've come across bases where, like, they're down into the ground and, like, the door to get in is completely covered by the ground. Like, I I haven't seen that post-patch. I've seen crazy shit. I've seen buildings floating in midair. I've seen boulders floating in midair. Like, at the end of the day— i would much prefer this game if they had just hand built the whole damn universe and made it more varied i do we need quintillion or whatever the hell number of that we don't need it like there's no interaction with other people i've never seen another person two people actually tried to meet up in this game and couldn't even see each other like and here's the thing like i have enjoyed my time with it and like the thing about it is that it's a $60 game and the value that you can get out of this game if you're lucky and things fall right is like astronomical because the replay value for the game could be better than any game ever. But the problem is that a lot of people just get screwed with the roll of the dice and it sucks. It well, sucks. It sucked for me.
1: What, what I'm going to say is someone who has played it as much as you have. And I don't think luck is as much of a factor as much as knowing how to survive and what you need to do in these situations. And the problem with the game that I have in that, situ- in that uh, context, because my girlfriend started on what was basically an ice ball. Like, not a nice planet. Yeah. And I kind of sat there and like, helped her, like, oh, do this, this, do, this do this instead. Because, like, the game doesn't help. The game does not tell you, and I, I don't want to say that it doesn't give you the tools to survive properly, because you do have the tools... The problem is the game doesn't communicate to you how to use what you have and how to take advantage of the environment. Like, you're supposed to... I know it's the survival game thing where you're supposed to discover that, but, like, in a game this large and with this, like, kind of, like, scale, especially... I mean, not even the scale of, like, flying from planet. But I mean the scale of, like, the fact that the planets are the size of planets. Like, just tell us what to do early on. Yeah, that would help, too. Like, I like, mean, it doesn't okay, take like, It's like, lot, let's say... Okay, let's say... So let's say you're stuck on... A plant you can't find a plutonium. You don't have any more plutonium in your tank. Um,
0: even if the skater were it, just tell me, like, it, it, where hang, the hell is the hang on, hang on, hang on.
1: You can fix it so
0: easy. Just spawn it next to me. Look at my. Inventory, but that's not how this say, kind of thing hey, works. Say, hey, his ship is out of gas. Can it do he that? He needs plutonium. So let's spawn but, some plutonium within hundred yards of the ship. I don't ship. think it's that's so easy. It, I
1: don't think that's how it works, though. Well,
0: obviously not. But I mean, can, <laughs> but, well, no,
1: that's not what I mean. I mean. What I mean is, like, can it even do that?
0: I don't know, that's what I'm is saying Is the
1: game smart enough to do that?
0: That's what I'm saying, the game isn't smart enough to make a fun game to play That's my well, whole point well, no, Their I... procedural generation is not smart enough To generate a game That is fun for everyone to play Would you agree with that?
1: Uh, no I would say that That's not why it's not fun to play I would say
0: that it's not because fun Because to... I honestly would have really enjoyed I would this say... game If it was that way
1: but what I'm saying is that's not what they wanted to make. What like a-, a survival game, you can get screwed in that. But also, what I'm saying is, I bet, I will bet that if I was whatever situation you were in, if I was able to take a look at that, I would have found a way out, been able to find a way out of it, because I know more about how the game functions because I, I spent so much time like experimenting with shit and doing shit that like well, the game is. Tell
0: me how I would have got out of that bind.
1: Well, I'd need, need to see the planet But basically, so let's say you have your, your temperature stuff is going down So fast that you can't Like, deal with it, right?
0: Well, I can run about 100 yards away before I have to turn around and come back or Okay, I die.
1: so What I would do there Is, um, you don't have any recipes For shield shard stuff, I assume No it's very, it's very early, okay So what I would do is, once you, your temperature stuff runs out It starts taking down your shield And when the shield goes down, it takes your out your health what I would do is I would look around for any kind of zinc plants because all the zinc plants look the same. This is this is another weird thing. I know I,
0: zinc is completely rare. It's hardly that's no, one of the most rare things no, I hardly ever find. No, it's not. But it's for everywhere. me, it is, Matt. That's what I'm telling you. It's different for everyone. You cannot say what happened to you happens to everybody But I'm else not talking about what happened to
1: me at the beginning. I'm that's saying that's my I, whole point. But I'm everyone. I've been to
0: 60 fucking planets and
1: zinc is everywhere. How is it that different? That's everywhere. your game.
0: I'm telling it's you, it's not my game.
1: It's one server. It's the well, everyone's on the same you fucking you need to universe. calm down that because you're just yelling at me about all this i'm shit. not yelling and at I'm you i'm explaining you, my point
0: devaluing what i've done in this game i'm telling you everybody is devalued in this game matt because it's but different I for
1: everyone but it can't be that different because every
0: fucking planet has the same shit
1: on it yeah
0: well it's a planet dude you
1: know how big a planet is I have never seen a situation in a planet where the plutonium was that far apart. Like it even was. on the barren ship. I'm telling ship. you
0: it was. And you can use a scanner. Even if this, but what I'm saying is... They like, could also fix it very easily. I have
1: never seen a situation in this game where there's nothing near your ship that you can't use. Be it iron or zinc to recharge your shields because your shields are going down your from the... Your jump
0: jets don't work on iron, dude, to get you off the planet. It's plutonium. Not, no, I'm talking about your shield. You mean my personal shield. Your personal
1: shield. shield. Use zinc to
0: recharge your personal shield. And I'm telling you... Zinc, for me, with my game that was generated, is one of the most rare elements in the whole game for me. I, But that's what I'm saying. When I ever do find it, there's two of them. And I get my two, and then otherwise I have to buy it at the space station. I hardly ever come across Zinc. That's what I'm trying to tell you, Matt. You can't look at your experience. That's why this game's hard to evaluate and why people haven't put reviews out, because you can't definitively tell somebody what they're going to experience with this game. You just can't. It is different for every single person and some people have bad luck. I've had crap luck, shit luck playing this game. It's happened over and over to me and I go online and I'm like, is it just me? It's not just me. And I'm sure for you, you've had a great experience. I'm sure if you look, I don't know if I'd say great. Well, whatever. You've enjoyed the game for the most part. Like I haven't like more than half my time has been dealing with crap like this. And I'm sure if you went and looked on the internet, You could find people who have had the same experience that you have where there's always zinc and there's always plutonium next to your ship when you need it. You can't just say this is what's happened to me in this game and this is what's going to happen to everybody. It's not that way. And and in some ways, I like that about this game. I like that it's different. And I think that's why it has replay, replay value beyond any game maybe ever. But the problem for me is that I can't fight through the repetition and doing the same crap. And just like babysitting like 50 meters at once it just gets annoying I'm like I don't I don't I don't want to do this anymore like the only oh, another meters run out screw you like I'm not as far as you I have like I don't know like my ship has like 20 slots my character my exosuit has like 15 slots or something I'm sure you probably have more than that but it just it gets annoying like it's just not fun a lot of the time, and then it's and it's repetitive at the same time. It's like I just said in thirty-five minutes, I captured the whole game, like every element of the game in thirty-five minutes, and yet I've played the game over twenty-some hours. Can you, but can you?
1: Well, yeah, that's the that's the question. But like, okay, so you should in thirty. See, that's the kind of thing about this game I don't understand. What people are saying when they say stuff like in thirty-five minutes, I captured like the name me a game you can't do that with. Do what with? In 35 minutes, name me a game you can't capture every gameplay element with.
0: Oh, well, lots of games. Because like lots what? of games teach you stuff as you go. You don't even get certain weapons and abilities until 20, 30 hours into the game.
1: Well, that's not what I mean, though. Like, in terms of everything you can do in a game, let's say everything But that's what I mean when I'm
0: talking about this game. It gives you everything. Like,
1: there it is. 30 That's, and in 35 it seems, minutes you that can do it seems all. to be how survival games work it's more about it's about like acquiring stuff and i'm not trying out to put the game works. in a box
0: i'm just saying i played this game this is what i think of it i'm not saying it's a survival game so it should or shouldn't do this i'm just saying it's a video game that i played and this is what it does i don't i never go and evaluate games with preconceived notions it's like everyone's saying that they're like pissed off at like Hello Games because it wasn't what they were promised. I don't even care. I don't even know what they promised. All I know is I went this and I... This game is pretty much exactly what they said it was It be. seems that way, but all I know is I went and I bought a video game. I put it in my PlayStation 4 and I started playing it. And now I'm telling you whether I'm enjoying it or not. That's all there is to it. And again, your experience seems to be a lot different than mine, which... Doesn't really seem that crazy, considering the game was built to be randomly generated. It's not I mean, randomly generated. It, or whatever. Like, you're, it's that semantics. It's been created so agree, that everyone it, has a different experience. But it's like,
1: that's not, again, that is not the key to the problems with this game, the procedural generation. Thing. I mean, it's the key in the sense that, like, all the animals look like, you know, somebody pasted together Magnetic Poetry Zoo animals. Um, but, like, you mean, most of Skyrim is also procedurally... Gen- there hasn't been a non-procedurally generated forest in an open-world game since 2006. Like, yeah,
0: but there's a big difference between just plopping trees down randomly and building an entire galaxy but, or universe that, or multiple universes or whatever. I don't even know what it is. My astrology is obviously not great, but...
1: Astronomy. Astrology. Astro- astrology is the zodiac. There you similes.
0: go. I just made my point for me.
1: But, um... The, uh... Like you know, these worlds are basically generated very similarly to how you would generate any open world, and you know, Skyrim has done the same way. But then someone takes Skyrim, and says, "Okay, the forest is here, and like, we're going to cut a path through here." You know, someone physically makes the situations and the and the some of the things. But 99 percent of it and is see, done like
0: this. I I would enjoy this game way more if that's the way this game were. But like, you can't have and I, this and game I would feel you can't. Well, no, obviously the way they build. I mean, they're
1: it. trying to do that sort of with Elite Dangerous now. That's not in place yet, but they're trying to do some of that
0: with that, but it's like questionable But it goes back to what you were saying, Matt, like, you won't recommend this game to anyone. That speaks not to my yet. point, and neither can I, like I can't in good conscience go to someone and say, you're gonna love this game because I honestly really have no idea what kind of experience yeah. the game is gonna give them. Well, I even, don't. Well, even because look, ours that. are like polar opposites but You even had on top like, of that, like, free this... phone, you never died I've had, I've been tortured I have been tortured by this game. <laughs> I'm not even kidding I have yelled at my TV screen so many times, I have gotten so angry having to, like, replenish something again. I'm like, no, I don't want to do this anymore, I'm sick of you, blah, I'm like, and the worst part is, like, I really start to enjoy myself, and then those elements start coming in and they just take away the fun, like, I almost feel like this game should have just been, like, a walking simulator, I hate to say it, like, a game where you just go out and adventure and check everything out, because... That's when I'm actually enjoying myself in this game. It's not what I'm managing like my inventory and making sure I have enough of blah 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 to fill up blah blah blah. Like that's when I hate playing this game. It's when I'm flying from one place to another and just checking stuff out. And even like the limited little bit of lore, like I've enjoyed a good bit of that even though it's really cryptic and thin, but the survival And not
1: recorded anywhere. Yeah. That's the thing is like there's a lot for everything the game does right. There's like five different ways I can think that it could be better, and maybe it will be eventually. But like I was thinking, we said, like I said before, we went on. Like, if I was having to review this for like X Play, like I'd probably be sitting around like a three out of five.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's maybe hard. I mean, a, like
1: a, like me. Like, I, I I I part. I would want to give it a four because I like it so much. But like, if I'm really being realistic about it, it's kind of a three. It's because kind of there, I
0: mean, look, there are certain elements of. I thought games... Jim
1: Sterling's. Video that he took down because people freaked out about or DDoS him or something. I thought Jim Sterling had a lot of good points in his video. If you can find, if he ever puts it up again, and you can watch it.
0: I mean, there are certain facets of this game that nobody can deny or have problems and are broken. I mean, everyone's had like bugs and crashes and issues. Well, and... the drawing distance is just.
1: I mean, horrific. stuff like that
0: doesn't even bother me. I mean, that's going to drop its. I mean, its, it's graphic the, score it's a little of, bit. It's but... part of the nature of it, but it's like. I hope they keep working on that. That stuff doesn't piss me off, though. It's, like, the broken parts of the game are what piss me off. Like, getting stuck on an invisible object trying to leave the planet and my ship exploding. And then having to fix the damn thing and having no elements around to fix it. Like, and then falling off a cliff and getting stuck in a cave. A network of caves that I couldn't find my way out of. Like, that's the parts of this game that I don't like. And those are just facts. That's not, like, an opinion. That's a fact. Like, the randomly generated worlds don't account for certain parts of it. It just can't. Like, I don't even know if it's ever possible to be able to make a game like this that doesn't have the issues that this game has. I just don't know. Maybe ten years. I don't even know. Like, maybe ten years from now. Like, I feel like if if they can refine, like, what was your estimate that this
1: game like lasts like five years,
0: maybe? Yeah. Like, it's run as right. far as like people playing
1: it, and like, I feel if they keep working on it. You know, because it seems like they're dedicated to kind of oh, they're continuing. They're in it, they're yeah, in it they're to in. win it for sure. Like I feel like you know revisiting this game in like a year, you know, similar to Destiny, like it might be just a very different experience. Um, maybe a possible one for you to revisit in the sense that they say that the updates are going to be free, as opposed to Destiny, where you have to buy an expansion to get the better game. But um, I mean, some people
0: may just want to replay this game, or maybe start over to see if they have mm-hmm. a better dice roll when they start the well, game. I'm about like, think, I mean, I'm
1: about to start it again tomorrow on the PC version, and yeah. I'm about to, look. So I've started two different games of this. First pre okay, the pre patch. What was the what was your pre patch start like? It, both of them were bad. Really? Yeah. Because the pre- so the pre patch game I played, I was start after like so I played like what the 12 hours straight. And the next morning, I started playing some more, and I think we were texting, and I was like, I didn't say anything because I wanted to save it for the show, right. but I was getting worried because I was like, every planet's the same. Not in the sense that every planet's the same. It's like, oh, it uses the same. Tree. I'm talking, I went to like 15, 16 different planets. They, had, they all had tons of animals. They all had tons of plants. It was like the same jungle with a different leaf. You know, I've never even and, seen a
0: jungle in this game, and it was. Well, I mean, <laughs> jungle. I mean, I mean it.
1: jungle. And since there's a lot of trees, like there's, oh, the, wow. there's only one planet I've been to that I would call like a forest. Yeah, I called it Alaska. Yeah, it looks like it, so there, there was a dense enough trees, and I'm like, oh, I'm like not gonna forest. Everything else is like patch of trees, patch of trees, open plain, patch of trees, open plain, open plain, patch of trees.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but like i was like every planet has everything on it every planet has tons of animals tons of rocks tons of everything tons of water tons of land. i mean like and like after the patch everything became much more scattered and and different yeah. Where I was like, I thought like the, pre, the pre-patch pre World, I'm like, oh, I guess they must have like Just had everything on each world As kind of like a test there to make sure They weren't boring worlds or something
0: It seems like the more I ventured around each planet It seems like every planet has everything on it But sometimes you just have to travel Really far to get to some sometimes,
1: of Sometimes Well, I've been keeping, I've actually been keeping a Actual literal log of not literal that would be an actual piece of wood, but um, <laughs> an actual like planet log of everything I find on each planet. And eventually I realize, okay, heridium and plutonium and carbon and iron uh, are on every planet,
0: so yeah. I'm not going to keep an unless oh, a That's so, like, another one. heridium I had to travel like literally like five virtual miles to find heridium one time.
1: The the tall to
0: repair the ship at least after it the, blown At least it you up. can
1: see them from yeah. a long way out because they're the tall blue columns. Yep. But the thing... So, like, uh, aluminum, iridium, uh, nickel, copper, all the green elements. Like, usually, each planet seems to have two or three of those. Yeah. Maybe one. And then there's a... Di- every planet has a different colored crystal besides the plutonium. Like, you can see the plug-ins. And it's, like, weird in that, like... Like, the, the animals don't make sense for the biome they're in. Like, yeah. if you're on an ice planet, like, the, 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 the creatures are, like, don't have fur. You know what I mean? Like, if you're... I mean, and, the creatures and no,
0: look. Even creatures are just like Frankenstein. I mean, like the creatures just are just randomizing it and snapping it together. Sometimes they're fun. Sometimes they're dumb. Like fun, they're one dumb, of the animals there's... I found in this footage is just like a plant that hops.
1: Oh, I have a whole. I found a whole planet of those. Like I'm not kidding. Like big, like ones the size of houses down to ones that are like, like yeah. tiny little ones. Like it was seven different species of hopping plant. Yeah. That was the whole thing, and um, I named it this. I named the planet the Sanskrit word for hop. <laughs>
0: Um, but I have found like no animals in this game. I found like fifteen or twenty animals total. There's total. a hopping one. There's one. Yeah, there they are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's ridiculous. So like, but and, and there's like, there's no, uh, there's no food chain. There's no ecology to it. Like, there's no predator. See there's them, no. Pre- like, I mean, kind they have, chase
0: each other every once in a while.
1: Sort of, but like they have a, um, like they ha- like if you when you scan them, it says you know. Disposition or whatever, like hunter, or prey, or docile, or whatever. Right. But that that never played. You know, like the, like in Far Cry. I mean, I don't, I can't expect this to be Far Cry primal, but like right. the like even Spore had that. Spore had like niches for the food chain that yeah. each creature occupied. And I don't see why this game couldn't um, have something like that. It's 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 weird in that the, my, it, my, it, I guess my you generated word. all this stuff and you don't do anything with it. Also, one a fun little thing uh, when you scan a creature. Pay atten- like look at it when you- next, if, you, if you find another creature scan a creature the height and I weight will find
0: another one the height and weight <laughs> Literally
1: are, the height and weight are reversed
0: Here's the hopping planets I was telling you about yeah
1: so if you if you scan a creature uh, um, until the next update I guess they'll probably fix it but this, the height and weight are backwards yeah they're given a height of in kilograms and a, and a weight in meters because that's what happens when you crunch
0: yeah if I think my final, my final word on this would be the coolest thing about this game is what makes it not very fun to play. And that's what it's randomly generated. But it also, consequently, is the thing that could make it have legs beyond any game, any single-player game ever before. Well,
1: but, well, I did want to talk about briefly the space stuff. Okay. Because as a space combat fan... Um,
0: I've had no luck with the space well, combat. Well, no, but
1: I mean, even aside... Well, first off, like, they need to let you lock on to enemies. Like, yeah. a specific enemy. Well, the because,
0: laser kind of does. No, not Well, I don't... Well, I don't I mean,
1: it tracks when you're... But I mean, like, I need... You need to be able to lock on, and then so when... Because when they're off it the screen... automatically you see reorient to it, follow no, the guy? No, 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 no. When they're off... See, this is this is what happens when a genre disappears for 20 fucking years, is no one remembers how to make these things anymore. But... What I mean is, like, you know how the, it goes off your view and you get the little red arrows? If you're being attacked by multiple ships, there's all these red arrows. You can't tell which one is the one you just did damage to. Right. And you want to focus your damage on one ship so you can take one out. There's one less guy shooting at you. Right. Um, you need to be able to lock on to the guy. And so the, the game will tell you which arrow is the guy you're fighting. Right. Because right now, you get a double arrow if they're close to you. But that's not necess- sometimes that's a guy who came in to strafe you. And he's closer than the guy you just shot at and, and hit. And now you're on another guy who's undamaged. So like you've got all these like three damaged guys, and they're all still. You know, you need to concentrate your firepower. And then also um, the fact that you have to go in your menu and recharge your deflector shield with elements manually what is insane. What was happening
0: live? I know. Like, it's w- just, there's just tons of quirks like
1: that. In and the other game. thing is, that's the only thing that's happening in space. I know. And they couldn't get that right. That, and there's like shooting asteroids for elements, and otherwise nothing else happens in space other than travel. Yep. And A there needs to be more stuff to do there
0: and B how is it still that rough when that's the only thing you do Yeah the I aiming was- in this game for both on the ground with the mining tool and in space with the ship I think is just terrible like I've never keep- still never got to a place where I can like really sight something up like when I fight stuff with the mining tool I don't even move the left analog stick I just strafe left <laughs> and right because when I do it just jerks like yeah. way out and I just Well do you
1: Do you have, um...
0: In space, I can't aim with a squat. That's why I use the lasers, and it, like, automatically will lock on if you're within a close distance. The lasers
1: are pretty good for that, yeah. I I use the Proton Cannon. Also, um, I don't think... Have you switched ships yet? Have you got a new ship at all?
0: I've shopped, but haven't bought.
1: Okay, so once I got into a new ship, um... It constantly tells me to use oxides to recharge the Photon Cannon. Which doesn't need to be recharged, you know the main weapon. So it's, it's just like, like a standard. bug, you mean? It's a bug. It's like clearly at one point you had to use oxides to keep the photon cannon charged, but they must have taken that out. But they never removed the reminder well, it's to like recharge they ne- it. They
0: never removed the uh, multiplayer mention on the box art. Whoops! <laughs> so I will just still, put a
1: sticker over it. I still think that that's just. I don't think that works yet. I yeah. Th- I, I, th- I think th- they just didn't expect anyone to be. And look, I know this thing is so huge that it should be. But like you can do that thing where you scan for other discoveries near you. There's a guy discovering planets like 400 light years from me. Yeah. Like that's pretty close. Yeah. Like I could get to him in probably a couple hours if I wanted to. Right. Um. And not. really want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also his name is like Mahler seven eight four three, and i was like, yeah. well, you don't have anything to say, so.
0: <laughs> I think that's another criticism I have of this game is that it is so solitary. Like, you know, the only mm. other humanoidish. Type creatures that you meet are inside the buildings they never come out of the buildings like you just feel completely alone and i get that that's kind of a big part of the whole survival game mm-hmm. aesthetic and some people really like that but it just got boring to me it's like every planet has the same buildings on it like sometimes they just reconfigure the modules well, was, on well, yeah, the buildings
1: one, i here's, here i actually did make a list of all the things that i think should be fixed fixed upgraded all right let's do added, it quick um, and this is speaking as someone who really enjoys this game, right? Okay. This, is, this is what I think is wrong. Uh, ne- Do it like
0: the Micro Machines guy.
1: Need to fix the scanning of the flying creatures. Scanning a flying creature is impossible because they move too quickly and erratically. You have to shoot them down and scan their corpse, which is mean. Uh, you need to be able to change the color and the name of your ship. There was a ship I really wanted. It had the perfect number of slots. I could afford it, and it was the ugliest yellow color I've ever seen, so I didn't buy it. And it still <laughs> bothers me. <laughs> I need to hear radio chatter between starships just to keep the world. I mean, even if it's Alive. like even if it's just like alien chatter, and then you only understand what you get the words for, you know, the translation. Just like the the talking to other aliens, like just to keep it. Well, this
0: Make game makes fre- me feel like us adventuring out into space is just pointless. Right. Because there's just nothing.
1: No one's going to talk like, to you. you know. There's all these freighters you can look at but do nothing. You can it's blow like, them up or you can just fly na- past them. We just them. need
0: to close down NASA now. Like, yeah. What is what is the reason? Why are we also, doing this?
1: Also, apparently, everyone who's been through space, all they do is assign one person to sit in a room forever.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, in various there.
1: installations around what? In a I think when you upgrade your ship components, the upgrades should apply to the component and not take up inventory slots because you do not have enough control over your ship inventory slots. Player inventory is fine because you can upgrade that from the drop pods and stuff, but like... I have, like, 48 inventory slots on my character, but I still only have 20 in my damn ship, and I can't waste one on a hyperdrive up- upgrade right now. I feel now. like it's I'm
0: just... playing the first Resident Evil a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> That's not for good. Sure. Like, that's not a good thing. And in the
1: same way, you need to be able to stack more stuff, stack artifacts, or at least atlas stones, because the, yeah. like, the, thing, the big
0: thing in the they center of the They take up a whole universe. slot. You
1: need ten of them to do the big thing at the
0: center of the universe, and the ten inventory slots? Fuck you. Yeah, like, come on. I
1: know.
0: That's a... That's if you want to spawn another universe that no one will ever see, you need yeah. those ten L <laughs>
1: Um I need. It should be better market interface because choosing how many to, units to sell of something takes forever now. Yeah. It's like really, guys. Like, there's no like jump like by tens or hundreds thing. Well, you know, anything? if you
0: hold it, it'll go faster. Yeah, but like
1: it's still that's so important. Like, it why can't I just even, like you know, use R two right? or L two to jump back? Like, we've figured this out, people. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Um, different architecture on buildings because every I know that there's a whole like oh everyone uses prefab shit, but I should be able to tell what alien is in that building before as I approach it. Like it's just colored. Like the Viking should look different from the GECK, should look different from the colors That's all they have
0: to They're, do. They
1: do use color sometimes, but then the color gets changed because the atmospheres are so weird and right. vivid it's like, oh the like the Gek use like green buildings a lot, but you can't tell it's green because the sky's red. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's weird. So I just, I just think they should look more more I agree. different. Even if it's just, like, sticking extra stuff on the prefab. Just
0: put a spire on top of it. Yeah. It's different for each flag. race. Flag. I mean, I know yeah. they have
1: flags, but I haven't been able to piece together whose flag is what. Uh, you need to be able to um, waypoint and see the systems you visited because, like, that space map is so confusing. And trying to find places you've been without help is impossible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stuff like that, like you go into like there's abandoned the abandoned buildings that are like overgrown with like weird sentient slime with tentacles and stuff, and like yeah. you you activate the console and you get this weird Lovecraft style kind of like I like stare into the abyss of the eye of the red and I'm like that's awesome I love that I hope they do more with that like in terms of progressing that like kind of subplot. But why are there only like five text things you can get from that? Why aren't there yeah. fifty?
0: Then there of are that. like the num- the the number sequence. Puzzles? Oh, number sequ-
1: like there's four <laughs> of them and they're all like the most easy thing in the world. Like, yeah. Come on, like. like clearly you're good at math hello yeah. games give me some number lines that I can't figure out like by just like oh they're just moving the tens place up you know, it's like, it's, that's I silly. mean
0: but the fact that we're even mentioning it to me just shows how little actual like gameplay there is in the game it's like it I feels... remember in other games I wouldn't even remember that stupid puzzle but in this one I remember it because it's one of the few things that I did that was actually like memorable right. like right. Well, it's like there's like
1: there's little bits in like the, 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 the plaques that tell the history of each alien race yeah. there's great stuff in there. But there's no journal that you can't read all the stuff you've collected so far because there's no. It's like, if you were just to drop me like context, if I didn't know about No Man's Sky, like say like you took like me from like you know years, time traveled me from years ago up here and had me play this game, my main reaction would be like, wow, I really like this. I can't wait till it's done.
0: Yeah, I'm feeling that way right now. And I don't think
1: that's. I don't feel like that's because the procedural generation makes it feel like samey or or unfinished or sparse. I think it's because. I don't think they've done enough to make this game communicate this world, and I don't, you know, world is an annoying word to use because there's worlds, all these 18 quintillion worlds. But what I mean is like, this game doesn't do enough to like pull you into the setting, and make that setting feel real and alive. And I don't, I mean, you can't do that so much with the procedural thing, but you can do it with the way you interact. Like they're doing it with the monolith stuff. They're doing it with. Figuring out what the aliens want from things Like piecing together what vocab
0: words You can put together They're
1: doing it with certain elements And I just don't know why that's not more widespread Through the whole experience
0: Yeah, I got to the point in the game where They basically give you the option of Choosing something that will allow you To get to the center of the universe more quickly And I, I took it
1: I haven't gotten to that point yet, because I'm very slow, and I wander around and name everything. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah.
0: I, I'm i pretty much over my this playthrough. Like, I don't know, maybe if I boot it up a second time, like, I have um, a little more luck with stuff, but on the track I'm on right now, yeah. like, I'm over it. And in
1: terms of, like, long-range, like, you know, additions, you know, like, like I know they're adding freighters, Be yeah. able but those freighters better have hangers that I yeah. can store other ships in. It better be like the space station dock. I thing. bet it doesn't. I bet it doesn't. But like, <laughs> you know, that—that's that, a no-brainer to me. Yeah. Uh, I think the animals need to fit their climates and ecosystems. I would like to have like a cosmic zoo, like in maybe yeah, that'd something where I can like pick them, you know, spore pick them this up. This is and way down the list, though. Right? The list. there's <laughs> there's a lot of things other stuff. that need to be fixed. But like also like the galaxy map, I can think there's so much more you could do. You could it's do. It's
0: archaic. Like it's, it's I archaic. didn't even know how to use it the first three it's times pretty, I used it. It's like, pretty. But like I, it's not functional. It's took me forever to figure out like how you're supposed to use the damn thing. I'm like going around in circles. I'm like, how do I move the map besides just scrolling around it? Like, there, it's a fine line. Like there's some, there's a fine line between telling you too much and not mm-hmm. enough. And this game definitely does not tell you yeah. enough.
1: Oh, and do you know uh, the speed run, the speed jetpack thing?
0: Yeah, yeah, I
1: know about that. Cuz that's key.
0: Yeah, but I don't think that's like part of the game. I think it's like I think a that's a glitch. Thing. But yeah. I think
1: it's a glitch like, you know, like we mentioned rocket jumping with quick. I think that's yeah. a glitch they should keep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it's a there is a risk reward because the game treats it as falling and, falling and you can hurt yourself if you don't. Walking do it right. so damn slow as well. Like their well, I think they, walking I, think they should, so I think they should double the movement speed. Yeah, agree with that. Especially um, for
0: a game that has that much adventuring in it and Yeah. Wants you to explore. I mean, adjust
1: the parameters as you see fit to, you know, to counter that, I guess. But, like, you walk too damn slow. Yeah. And I say that as someone who likes to walk around and look at all the stuff in this game. But it's like, once I have something I want to do, like, it just takes too long to get stuff done. And the the jetpack jumping helps, but I still feel like I'm making doing, like, a workaround to kind of, like, make up for the game's shortcoming rather than using a cool trick. Right. You know?
0: Yep. we got to wrap it up. We're already head, hitting up on the three-hour mark for oh, Game I Face. I keep going. Oh, I know. you me. I mean, I honestly thought today when I was putting together the show to just make this whole show just No Man's Sky because I knew that we would be able to talk about it forever and ever. And I knew at the mm. end of the show we'd have to like cut everything off and like maybe... I would be
1: I mean, I don't know, we'll maybe we'll gauge if people would care, but I yeah. would be willing as I continue to play this to kind of bring in screenshots or whatever to yeah. sort of like be like, hey, here's the thing I found in this you know, I will give a, a no man's sky update if you want to watch a crazy person continue to play this like broken yeah. game.
0: I'm sure we'll keep talking about it in future episodes of the show as well. Like it's, so like, it's gonna I... be one of those games that keeps popping up, I'm yeah. sure.
1: So it's it's so it's a weird situation where it's like the game gives me pretty much what I expected and pretty much what I wanted on a very baseline level. Yeah. But there's so much potential there, and there's so much that could be better and more polished. I mean, so I mean, rough around the edges is just the the
0: best description. Yeah, it's for one it. of the more broken games I've played in a while, and it did improve a little bit with the patch, but I've still had a lot the of the same was, problems. Yeah. Well,
1: the patch was more quality of life, I think, yeah. than like fixing the big issue because like I have not had the ship turn on its side again. It looks it looks like I keep having the, the bug where you take off. Have you had this where you take off and suddenly you're in orbit? No, uh uh-uh. If I I, if any happen. part of my ship is clipping through the ground or a terrain object, when I take off, instead of when it you know, when it flipped on its side and you had to restart, yeah. instead of doing that, it will it will launch into orbit. Like oh, it, I've never had two, that happen. Two two microseconds. So you're like up there and all of a sudden you're like You know, you're 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 looking down at the planet. Like the planet is like this big in your view screen, and you have to fly back down to where you were. I've had that happen. Wow, I actually
0: had something not happen to me in a video game. Well, but here's the
1: thing. (laughs) The fix for that is you just go back to the planet. With the stuff that happens to you It's like, oh, everything's fucked. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You have the worst luck. I do have really bad
0: luck in glitches. With with glitches and
1: bugs and things. That's why I said in the comments, like, are you going to argue him? No, I'm just going
0: to throw bugs at him. The literal grasshoppers at you. I get hit with enough already. All right, we got to move on. Uh, We do have a trailer of the week this week. Uh, Matt and I are both big fans of the original Bioshock. And as you guys know, the Bioshock remaster is on its way. And this week, they put out a trailer to revisit the original game. Here it is. Not exactly. We swim in different oceans, but land on the same shore. It always starts with a lighthouse.
1: I am Andrew Ryan, and I'm here to ask you a question.
2: Is a man not
1: entitled to the sweat of his brow? No, says the man in Washington, it belongs to the poor. No, says the man in the Vatican, it belongs to God. I rejected those answers.
2: Instead, I chose something different. I chose the impossible. I chose Rapture.
0: Still looks great to this day. Yep.
1: I don't know where I'm going to... F- I'm going to try to make time to play the first one, at least, when that comes out. I know I... already I'll never play it. I mean, I played it already. Well, are free
0: updates for, 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 for PC. Q4 is going to be insane. I'm not going to have time, unfortunately. I'm already starting to schedule out, like, game evals for with freelancers and everything. And... Mm just looking at the load and all the other stuff that's going to be going on like i just i will not have time to go back and replay that game
1: i'm going to try to find time to play the first one cuz yeah. i love that i mean it's not a, a really one. long
0: game you no get, it's not it's not that bad but i just 12 14 hours for me is going to be like at the very a least i would
1: i will play up and through through the Sander Cohen stuff cuz that's my favorite part
0: yeah i love that whole game like from beginning to end i wish i could play it again all right so we did get some questions we forgot to tell you guys to send them in but some of you guys are on it already they, they know yeah you guys are trained very well at this point up, oh, I almost, I almost banned Vineraba That would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's an easy one. Solo Dolo Two Forty One. Shane, any chance of getting some early Madden Seventeen gameplay impressions up as a as premium content? Yes. <laughs> You're not gonna be able to avoid that for me. all <laughs> two hundred of you that
1: actually give a crap. Is it really that small
0: of an audience for like the Madden stuff? I probably yeah. Mm. It's not big at all. It's like, it's small, and most of the people who are who actually watch it are probably the same people who are like in the sifted fantasy league. So, but yeah, I'll put something up quick. Maybe it'll be something in Geif though. Maybe I'll just do like a quick preview of it. in Because i have
1: kind of like you know over the last few, several years, as the NFL Sundays have become a bigger thing with my little circle of, yeah, yeah. Uh, of nerd friends, um, I've been kind of thinking like what, you know if, if the Madden ever comes out that you say is like oh this one's really good, like, yeah. I might pick that. Pick wow. One out.
0: Breaking down the walls so. here on Game Face.
1: But again, I'm going to need you to tell me that it's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> lie to you either. I'll be like... totally straight
0: up with you. And look, from, from everything I know about this one, it's probably not the one. All right. But we'll it see. It hasn't though.
1: been for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Like.
0: We'll see, though. But, uh, but yeah, I'll certainly do some kind of a report on Madden for, uh, for our premium subscribers. I'm probably not going to talk about it here on Game Face because just most of the people who watch this show don't give a squat about sports games. So we try to keep it to a minimum.
1: And it's not... I'm here too. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like when Madden talk
0: comes, I'm just like, well, I'll just, I'll just wait. Uh, let's see. From Nolan Elric, best video game ending of all time. My vote goes to Bioshock Infinite. Um,
1: I think my vote goes to Panzer Dragoon Saga.
0: Man, I don't even know.
1: Panzer Dragoon Saga was my favorite game of all time for several years until uh, Shadow of the Colossus knocked it off the top mm. Shadow of the Colossus also has a good ending but yeah. my favorite is Panzer Dragoon Saga
0: yeah I think actually Shadow of the Colossus that's definitely up there Yeah, There's a, I don't want to spoil anything but <laughs> but literally it's up there <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man that's a tough question
1: because like a lot of games don't have very good endings. Yeah, they so. all suck yeah. usually. Biosho- Bioshock either... is a Bioshock Infinite's a good ending. Bioshock One yeah. is a good ending. Um
0: Yeah, Bioshock Infinite is really good. Yeah. And I
1: don't even I don't it's really got, like
0: that seven kind of thing with the big twist right. at the end. I
1: don't like and, like I didn't like probably the last third gameplay wise of that game much. Yeah. I thought it was just too it's many gunfights. To yeah. But like that payoff at the end was pretty it was damn pretty good. Awesome, yeah. Uh Suikidan two was a great ending. I
0: don't remember that ending.
1: Uh, that Because, like, and 2 is about, like, it's like, you and your two childhood friends, and one of the childhood friends basically ends up joining the enemy, and, like, the big thing at the end is sort of, like, the, the, sort of, years later kind of final meeting between everyone, and, like, if you, if you got invested in the game and the characters, like, it was, like, a pretty, it was, like, a, for a, a game that was all about, like, epic, like, you know, country-altering wars... The fact that the ending was still came down to these three characters, and that was the most important thing, was like a really. God, I missed JRPGs that were structured like novels. Yeah. Like it's, it was. Really I think good. the
0: problem with video game endings is that most video game stories suck. Well, also, and I, therefore,
1: yeah. <laughs> by default,
0: problem. the endings are going to suck because you don't care about them. And
1: also, the uh, the fact that the you know the developers know that maybe twenty percent or less of people are ever going to even see the ending, yeah, so yeah. like you know you polish the beginning, and if the end you can make the ending good, that's fine, but don't kill yourself, kind of yeah. thing. Oh, Knights. I I really like the ending of Knights.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, the Saturn. endings that I tend to like the most are the ones that are just, like, interactive in some way. Mm. Like, interactive credits and things like yeah. that. Like, I like that kind of stuff. That stuff sticks with me longer than a story driven ending for whatever reason. I like the ending of Abzu, which I won't. The, the credits of Abzu. Yeah, which that was I won't. cool. The ending of Uncharted 4 was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, the epilogue or whatever. Yeah, the
1: Naughty Dog games always have a strong ending.
0: Yeah. But in general, Last, I of, think Us, Last in, of Us had a
1: great ending for a different reason.
0: Yeah, it's a big reason why I don't play games for the story. Yeah, because it's in my a, opinion, like if I want a story, I just watch a movie. It's like, also one of
1: the reasons that mo- video game movies are probably never gonna really. You're absolutely right. because it yeah. it's like there's nothing. There's there's no there there. Uh, let's see. Oh, wow! There's what a ton about, of questions. In about here. Uh, unfashionable, uh, has there been a collector's edition game you were really impressed with?
0: A collector's edition game? Yeah. Like, are they asking about the collector's edition or the game itself? The collector's
1: edition, I think, probably.
0: I don't really buy any of that. I haven't bought a collector's edition in four or five years. I don't buy them. I'm trying to think. I I do have. I've a said few. it before. I've have so much swag. Well, not as yeah. much now. After I got robbed, they stole a bunch of it, but. My closet, I don't have, own a home. I still rent an apartment at my age. I know it's sad. It makes me cry myself to sleep every night. Hey, I so do I. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Los Angeles. It's not you can just like go out and find a house for yeah. an affordable amount of money. And uh, so mm. I have so many closets. In my closets, literally, I am telling you, like I have got stepladders. And they are stacked up to the roof of the closet. I can't take... Hmm. I can't take on any more water cupping. I have like, no, I have whittled everything down to like the stuff that I just can't feel like I can get rid of. And the rest of the stuff I've given away or dropped off at like Salvation I, I One day I dropped off 75 video game t-shirts at uh, Salvation Army.
1: I got to do a t-shirt purge too. This
0: Dude, the stack of t-shirts was that high. Stacked <laughs> flat on top of each other. And those were the ones I didn't want. Those mm-hmm. were the ones that were like, I will never wear these. Like and I just took them. Like I was like, oh, I can give them away to people. And then I started thinking about the actual process of giving them away. And I was like, there's 75 shirts here. It'll take a lifetime to give these away. <laughs> like Yeah, so I just honestly... I haven't bought collector's editions in forever. Like I'm trying to think what... If I can... Th- I mean... I mean I'd get some sent to me for free. Yeah. So I like like I got the Black Ops 2 with the RC car. Is that Black Ops 2 or Black Ops 1? Those two with the two.
1: with the, the drone. Yeah, the, the RC car and then three was the drone.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I got those for free, and I thought those are really freaking cool. Man. Was it to get advanced like a toy that you can actually yeah. play with is awesome. And like I didn't get it because I don't work at like a huge outlet anymore. And so I'm like on tier two now for like products mm-hmm. or whatever. But uh, like that little Nuka-Cola mini-fridge, to me, looks freaking awesome. Like, like I like collector's editions that give you something that you can actually do something with. Not, I like figurines and all that, but once you have so many of them, like, you kind of run out of space, and so I like things that actually are, like, something you can play with and have fun with, Mm -hmm. or they actually serve, like, a purpose. Like, that fridge, you could put a six-pack in there, like... Put it on your desk, it, yeah. your desk at work, and keep a six-pack of soda or whatever. I like that's the kind of stuff I like.
1: I like um, little, like little. I mean, I liked the idea of the Pip Boy edition of like Fallout Three, but then like it, like it, like we, the one I had had some kind of electrical malfunction, and it literally drained the batteries in five minutes. Like yeah. it would just burn out. Um, I don't, most of the collector's edition these days are like statues, and I don't care about yeah, statues, oh, yeah. so I don't generally go in on them. Um, i tell you what hurt
0: though I just realized the other day that those crux They took my Ganado From Resident Evil 4 Oh yeah I had its sealed Ganado figurine Why would you take that Dude the things <laughs> that they took it's so random Like they took that I had like a horn blower from Bioshock Infinite figurine They took that I
1: have one of those if you want one back But left
0: one of the PCs here Like I don't
1: Maybe they're Bioshock I fans. Even. I don't know.
0: I doubt it. Um, I, you know, they probably I, had kids, yeah. and they're like, "I'll give this Ganado for Resident Ganado Ford. and a Boy
1: of Silence to like, <laughs> Happy Birthday, son."
0: Uh, I hope their kid has a horrible birthday. Um, <laughs> I hate to say that, but
1: I think you know when I think of like collector's edition, I liked. I think back to stuff like Lunar One and 2, Lunar Silver Star and and Lunar Eternal Blue on the PS One, yeah, and like stuff that like. Yeah, the old working designs collectors editions that were just like it came with a bunch of extra stuff, and it was yeah. it was a fun little thing. It wasn't really an extra expense as much. You know, it didn't cost forty bucks more than the normal game. It was just like, hey, if you love the thing, and that was a standard edition for working right, designs. Right. But it was like just a little extra stuff. Like you know, some of the current like weird exceed games do that now too, where it's you know you get like a little art book. Anything with a full size hardcover art book is good. And uh, I didn't like Bioshock Two very much, but I did like his collector's edition because it came with a vinyl copy of the Bioshock One soundtrack. So that would be, I guess that would be my one of my picks.
0: Uh, here's one from Tyler56721. Shane, don't you think that even if you had all the resources you ever needed in No Man's Sky, that there just isn't enough to do and you would get bored? No. That has honestly been one of the major points of contention for me with the game, is the the resources and the lack thereof at certain points. Um, I don't even know that I've been bored playing the game. Pissed off is probably the better <laughs> way to describe it. Would you... Would you... Do you think that you should have like a little ground vehicle? That'd would be that nice. be good, or would you think that would be awesome? I, I don't. You don't think that would break the game? I don't I don't, th- here's what I think they should. Get, I don't think it would, but I'm just no, like, I don't think it they would at all. But what they should do is they should just get rid of the resource needed to leave the planet. Mm, like I guess that why solves th- like so many problems like because it, the game encourages you to just go from outpost to outpost, and every time it charges you like mm-hmm. fuel to get off the ground, it's like if they just got rid of that. It would fix a ton of problems. It has gotten, or at least like,
1: give it more. Ta- I mean, on the pre-patch version, it was two takeoffs.
0: Yeah, you're right. Two takeoffs for a full
1: charge. Now yeah, it's they, four. It was
0: four. Yeah, they adjusted.
1: Um, it. but like, you could probably go further than that. And like, yeah, I, I mean, I have a, I have a giant supply of plutonium. I keep on hand at all times, just in case.
0: I mean, just the fact that they tweaked that. Shows yeah, that they that, figured yeah. out that like this is screwing well, if people. If you over. hadn't
1: played the the, the pre patch version, the pre patch version's launch thrusters it was two takeoffs per full charge, yeah. and the warp engine was one. One, I know. And now it's like they six or
0: seven. Like and they, I think they're going to keep heading in I, the yeah, uh, I,
1: direction. I feel like maybe not the next up, like whatever the next big update is. I feel like they're if they're going to incorporate a bunch of feedback from players, and I hope they do. Like I feel like it's going to be suddenly become almost overnight like a better game to play Moment to moment, maybe not it's gonna, it might not solve the problem if someone's like, oh every building's the same Yeah, I mean you're, I mean, yeah, every observation post is the same, every yeah. transmission tower is the same, every manufacturing plant is the same I seem to already have all the blueprints Every depot is the, for... the
0: same, trading post the
1: same What's the point of the depots? I don't know. It's like, do you really need titanium that badly?
0: Even the trading And if you posts. do, how are you going to find a depot? In t- like, the
1: trading posts have the module where you can buy and sell stuff and, like, yeah. you can buy ships there. Well, the other thing I don't get is, like, there's no way to find the things you've already found. That's, like, probably one of my biggest quality of life things is, like, why can't, like, if there's a place I like or a planet I like or a star system so I like or even a building I like. That's the same. Why can't I the market? Why yeah. can't I go through something and find, like, oh, that, or, like, even if it's, like, uh, I find a depot. I don't need titanium. Like, 30 minutes later, I found a blueprint, and I'm like, it needs titanium. There's no titanium crystals on this planet, but I know there was a depot. Yeah. Why can't I find that depot and or go back? Or if the scanner
0: would just show you where every element is instead of just showing just the groups of elements, mm-hmm. if it actually showed you what each one was, like, that would be a huge... There's or so you, many easy could... ways to fix the problem. Well, even if it was an
1: upgrade, an upgrade would say, it's like a programming thing for the for the scanner where you can say, like, I want gold. Find gold. Only highlight gold. And like, why can't it do
0: why? Right, that's what I'm saying uh, that's, it, Here's one from, How can I already
1: have all the blueprints for my multi-tool When there's so many other ideas for how the multi-tool could function That even you and I could sit here and come up with in ten minutes Like, I know they had a lot of game to make And there's only like 14 people on the team But like, I, I, I wonder I, I, Again, there's so much stuff that's, it's so, you know in, in like two years this game could be amazing could. But right now It's, it's, it's Kind of cool yeah. Sort of? It's a cool game. It's, cool. it's just yeah. annoying to play. But it's like, I have a couple friends asking me, like, oh, should I get this thing? I'm like, mm. I honestly wouldn't recommend I'm it. I'm like, you, well, I, I have a disc copy and a digital copy. I'm like, you know what? Next time I'm up north, I'm going to bring my disc copy and you can play it and decide for yourself. Because yeah. it's like, I can't, I don't know how to recommend this game.
0: It's hard. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Hidok- here's a quick one for you Hidokirio3. What is your GAF username, Matt? Uh, Matt Kyle. <laughs> there you go. It's literally my name. That's an easy one. Yeah, I post them
1: under my real name on gas.
0: Here's one from idea, Xbox One outsold PS4 last month. First time since October of last year. Do you think Microsoft can succeed by just cutting prices and releasing new models of hardware versus first party investment? I don't think them outselling PlayStation four last month means anything. No. It means nothing. It just means they put out a hot new piece of hardware that's gonna get its little bump for a month and then it's going to go away. Yeah. And PlayStation 4 will win next month. And then the Neo
1: will probably sell just as well. So. Yeah, exactly. Or, or better. Or better. Yeah.
0: Oh, boy. Mm-hmm.
1: Live stream where we play No Man's Sky together? Nobody wants to see that. Well,
0: you can't really play it together. Yeah, it doesn't make any s- yeah you can't even see each other. Yeah, I mean, I think they mean like in the same yeah, room Yeah, I know, or whatever, but. I- but- but one thing, watching someone play No Man's that Sky would, oh, is no. one of the most boring yeah. things you can ever do. Well, that one,
1: that might also be funny because uh, it, that would that reminds me of an old there's an old penny arcade where like. Um Tycho is waiting in line for like stupid like something at E3 and like Gabe keeps coming. it's like they're giving out free money at the Ubisoft booth like, is that, yeah. like sorry they're all out oh I got a free wave bird he comes by like, riding a dragon and, yeah like, I remember was that like, one yeah See, that's like, when Penny like,
0: Arcade Comics were memorable yeah.
1: like. but I think that's what it would be like because it's like you'd be sitting there and be like I can't I can't get out of the canyon I can't get out of the hole I'm in and I'm just like I just found God <laughs> like, he gave me a new ship it's got 40 inventory slots he's like you just fuck off
0: Oh, wait, someone's saying those were July numbers. Xbox One S came out on August 2nd. Just saying. That's from Bumblue. Lots of new people on the stream tonight. Welcome, everyone. Hope you guys have enjoyed the show. I've never seen Bumblue in here before. At least you haven't commented. Maybe you're a lurker. Is that right? It came out on the 2nd? Did it? I guess maybe the price cuts because they bought bought Mm. them at the price with the Xbox One S coming. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why he was saying can price cuts, now, now I understand the question, okay. So can price cuts make a difference? No, because they're just getting rid of their old inventory to replace it with the Xbox One S, and there's just tons of inventory sitting on shelves that they're trying to get rid of. Let's find one more. Uh, how about Gino
1: Mike? asks, Divinity Original Sin is a super amazing game, totally underrated, not played by the masses, any game you believe more people should play. Hmm. A uh, oh, Divinity Original Sin is a really good choice for that. I might add. That's a that is a great game that people have not played. Tribes,
0: tribes. <laughs> <laughs> There's still no shooter like it.
1: Mm. People yeah. should
0: freaking play it. As I watch yeah. all these modern shooters trying to become tribes, when tribes was around in the Voodoo Two era, I will say a couple times playing No Man's Sky, I felt like I was looking at a game from the Voodoo Two era.
1: Yeah, it has that. It's like that's what I said about like watching Titanfall Two today. I was like. Oh, games can look so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: like it was I, a love, of I love. I like, love. I love the art 2. style of, yeah.
1: of uh, No Man's Sky, but it's like Voodoo it,
0: Two couldn't do that, by the
1: way. If no, it's
0: more. It's better than a Voodoo but Two. But I know but what you
1: mean. That it's, it's that kind of like like bare ground with bare little tux ground of with grass like little coming thing. out. Yeah, <laughs> and like yeah, you know, like with that. Every once in a while, you can see where the polygons meet. Yeah, yeah. They gotta fix the water in No Man's Sky. The water is like very visibly polygon. I don't know if they can fix that stuff. They said they're working on water planets for the next update To fix it, fix it up more But like The planets don't rotate The water doesn't flow the, 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 the Like the things you mine Just float there There's no physics on the rocks It's very weird But there's physics on other things What's that about? Like when you destroy a sentinel, it drops a oh, little container. Right. And a sent- yeah, When right. you destroy an Omegon like, floating rock thing, it drops like boulders that roll around you have to destroy. My guess
0: is processing hits too much. I guess. So they have to pick and choose their battles. Okay, last question. This one's for you, Matt. What? Uh, this one's from Dragonslayer91. Actually, it's, I think it's from Vineraba originally. Can we get a small premium show where Matt showcases some of his No Man's Sky gameplay and updates?
1: Maybe. I mean... Uh... Depends how long I play it. <laughs> you know, I, 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 right now I'm into it, but like you know, by next week I could be like, yeah, I'm kind of done for yeah. now. Yeah. You know, don't But
0: Brand points out, No Man's Sky doesn't use polygons; it uses voxels.
1: Oh, right, voxels. Good call. I saw that was an article you curated today about it like, are voxels the future? Yeah, from yeah, Digital Foundry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably not. not
0: <laughs> if this is what we're gonna get, probably not. All right, we got to call. I'm it there. still,
1: I'm still holding out for ray tracing. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I was told during the development of Desert Strike was the next big thing.
0: And Perfect Dark on the <laughs> N64, by the way. We got to call it tonight. It's been a three-hour right. show. I knew this one was going to be long. We try to get through as much as possible. I try to get through all the early topics quick because I knew No Man's Sky was going to take up a lot of time. We're not good at quick. Yeah, I guarantee you, we'll talk about No Man's Sky again, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe I can get Matt to just record some uh, stuff with Shadow Play or something on uh, on your PC. Yeah, I should be able to. I mean, I have Fraps. So I can just do that. Yeah, but whatever. Put it together, maybe we'll get someone to cut it or whatever, mm-hmm. make it nice and polished or whatever. But we'll try to get something together for you guys. Yeah. But
1: I mean, I am I am taking a lot of pictures and videos on my PS4 of it, just as I find things and see things. Uh, which is actually like I've never used that feature that much on the PS4 but I'm doing it on this cuz I feel like I'm never going to see anything again like yeah. I I I I figure eventually they'll add in a way to get you know there is a way to kind of like kind of half acidly get back and and see the stars you've discovered and named but like it's not reliable enough for me to believe I'll ever get back here yeah, again. Yeah. So, like, so I'm kind of post. like, well, I'm going to take pictures and videos it's easy, to remember all these And I named a system X-Play, and all the planets are named after Morgan and Adam and all the characters and stuff. And I was yeah. like, I, so I took, like, before I left, I just sort of scroll, like, panned in the ship across all the different planets. And I was like, this is the X-Play system. And then I warped out. I'm just like, I may never see it again because their interface is garbage. Yeah. But, like, I hope they fix that, but like, yeah, I'm taking a l- I'm documenting the trip very thoroughly because I feel like I'm never going to see this stuff again if they don't get off their ass and make the galaxy map usable.
0: Oh, pull up the shirt one last time before we no. go. We showed off the one of the shirts bef- right when we first started the stream. I know some of you guys got on late, so I want to show it to you again. That's one of the color combinations for this shirt design. There's another color combination, and then there's a whole o- two other whole other shirt designs. You can on see one it's those, shiny. Those two combinations, yeah. I'll flip it around on the back. So there you go. I see someone asking when they're going on sale. You have to ask Brent that. He needs to build the store. But I have boxes and boxes of these things sitting around that I've already paid for. So hopefully it doesn't take too long before we, uh, we get the store up and so we can sell them. Father Brent. I see Noel and Elric, Tribes 1 and 2 were amazing. You know it. So that's going to do it. Thanks to everybody who was on the. I saw a bunch of new people on the stream tonight. Welcome. Hope you. Hopefully you guys had a good time. We are here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Also, you might want to actually check out Sifted.net. It's a pretty cool website from what I hear. So that's it for us. Thanks to everyone who stayed up in Europe. As always, we always appreciate you guys. Thanks to everybody, even you East Coasters, because it's freaking late out there right now. Hell, it's late here right now. Yeah. So. Thanks to everyone who stayed on the stream. Thanks for everyone who stopped in. We love you guys. Everyone have a great weekend. Game Face is up and out.